When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. They only meant to scare him. This week on the podcast, Lois Duncan's Killing Mr. Griffin. Welcome to Teen Creeps, the podcast that discusses YA pulp fiction. I'm one of your hosts, Lindsay Katai. I'm another one of your hosts, Kelly Nugent. Today we're discussing Lois Duncan's Killing Mr. Griffin. He is our... Resident expert on all things low dunk. Mm. <laughs> low dunk. Please refer to me as low dunk from here on out. <laughs> okay. Low dunk X. Low dunk is here. Low dunk X. <laughs> no, I take it back. Don't okay, call okay. me low dunk. <laughs> we got comedian, podcaster, Patrick Ellers is here. Woo! It is great to be back. Oh, so uh, glad to have you back. Listen, <clears throat> we love you waltzing into our kitchen. And I did. You I did. waltzed right you in. You waltzed in with a pie in your hands. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I sent the some... string quartet in ahead of me mm-hmm. so they could play a little music for me they to waltz They were playing the wedding song. Yeah, which is a march, but you know, I decided <laughs> I would waltz in anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking. It was definitely like, mm, the song's a march, and yet Patrick is waltzing? I like syncopation. This, I don't, what do you want from me? This is what jumps out at me. <laughs> and Lindsay and I were like, sidebar. And then you kept waltzing. It's we right. talked about I wasn't gonna what stop. an idiot you looked like. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, I had to turn down uh, the heat on my sauce I was making. Because oh. it's like such a disruption. Yeah. I mean, that was it was about to bubble over. Yeah. Did you want to put some of that sauce on my pie? Oh. That I came waltzing in with. It was a pie, right? Not I mean, we're cake. making a gravy. You said mm. you said pie. Yeah, you had a pie. Right. But we can we can put the sauce on it. Kelly, are you insane? No, Patrick. Oh. We can't do that. <laughs> no, I'm not putting my sauce, my spaghetti sauce on your pie. Well, then I'm just gonna waltz right on out of here. <laughs> well, everyone's <laughs> just <laughs> leaving <laughs> right <laughs> when dinner's <laughs> starting. This weird <laughs> kitchen bit. It's so weird. It's very weird. Like, weird I don't know the logic of it. There is no logic. Well, does it all stem from calling me your resident expert as if to imply that I live here at the podcast? I don't know. Just all of a sudden, Kelly said waltzed into our kitchen and yeah. then mm-hmm. off to the races. Yeah, I just felt like uh, Lindsay and I have a home, which is us talking <laughs> which about. Is the pod. Is the pod. Mm-hmm. And we welcome people into our home. Oh, okay. Sometimes they barge in waltzing. Right. <laughs> but sometimes... Sometimes they wait sometimes to be invited. They're yes. with Matilda, sometimes not Not with, with Matilda. Matilda. Mm, 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 mm. But I guess we have other things to talk about <laughs> other than the weird kitchen bit that is weird. <laughs> it was fun. It was yeah. a fun bit. It was fun. I enjoyed it, fun it too. Bit. I love talking about yeah. kitchens. I love I, talking about yeah. music. I love some nonsense improv mm-hmm. where the stakes are low. Right. <laughs> where the stakes are question marks <laughs> relationships ill-defined no, completely <laughs> hey here a, a solid what and where though right sure oh, we were in a the kitchen. most important things <laughs> oh i guess kelly Lindsay, and patrick are all ourselves we're all yeah. ourselves dynamic same mm-hmm. i would say it was like a gritty there's a gritty realness 
to that scene. I will say what I don't know is why are we looking at this moment in right. our lives? Is sure. today the day you sure. call me out on the waltzing? Yes. Sure. Or why today? Why today? And also, why question to the moment? audience, and why also, am I listening to and this? And also, why 2K? Why 2K? Do you have why enough water? K? Get your you water bottles in your garage. Get some protein bars. <laughs> You know what? what happened before Y2K? I'm going to segue this. <laughs> Do it. Do it. This book was written that before was a hard Y2K. Segue. Because you could say that about every single book that we cover. Yeah. That they, they were all so written far. before Y2K. Yeah. Uh, I actually have a question about that. Mm. Kelly, did you read this book in, the, in its updated form? I will let you guys know that I did read this book in its updated form on Condal. letting us know. Mm-hmm. On Condal. On Condal. Uh, so there were some updates that I had some questions for you guys. Oh. About. Because this one nothing I, jumped out at me that is that updatable. Yeah. I mean, there are a lot of very old timey things. They spend a lot of time at this snack and soda or whatever it's called. Um mm-hmm. oh snack and soda. Yeah. Snack, snack and, and soda. soda. That's the diner they go to. Oh, what's it called in yours? Starbucks. I have no Just call that. <laughs> that would I be that makes so much sense, though. Yeah. I have no goddamn idea. No, in and out. They, they keep in and out. going back. In to... and out would be a really good update. Or like the max. <laughs> or the max would <laughs> right, be such could... a good update. <laughs> I think it, the best updates are ones that steal from other people's intellectual. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And these these could be the Saved by the Bell characters. No problem. Same thing. Same archetypes. Mine, we've got, minus one we've got the fashionista. Yeah. We've got the nerd. <laughs> we've got the pretty cheerleader. We've got the preppy. And we've, we've got the got mama's the boy. Jack. We've got the mama's boy. We got them all. We got them all. Try to catch Maybe them all. I was like having a a problem when I was reading, but like I do not remember snack and soda. Hold on. When I, Maria's the waitress there, right? Yes. I, I have no idea. Can you tell me? Well, I'm not going to know what page it's on. Well, tell me what chapter it's in. Right, 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 right. I mean, it it appears a lot. They're going there all the time. Yeah. And like the waitress is not subtle about the like, well, if it isn't my the best customer. I know. She's like the usual. And they're like, we're not fucking hungry. Yeah. Get just get us out, a Maria. Coke. I, I just want a Coke. And she's like, first things first, small or large. They're like any fucking size, any size, any like, size. Why are you doing this to us? <laughs> Yeah, 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 Snack and soda. Definitely snack and soda. Okay. Wait, you don't believe me, Patrick? Why are you still holding your book up? No, I... He has a different one than me. It's snack. I know that it is in our version. Apostrophe. Wait, so chapter two starts... When did they mention it? So So just a couple paragraphs in the one that starts, well, aren't you? He still wasn't quite certain. Burger Shack. Burger Shack. Mm-hmm. The burger I would, shack. I would say like, oh, that's so stupid and generic. But like, there's Shake Shack. Mm-hmm. There's Steak and Shake. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, that's this gets it pretty fits. generic. It's pretty yeah. Good. I mean, I used to work at a place called the Burger Place. So yeah, at least it's not I'm, beach I'm, disco. <laughs> beach. Right. Dairy burger. Right. <laughs> Be, like, and especially beach Sweet disco Valley being presented to be like, burger. you should know what this is. And I was like, but what? But what is it? What is a beast disco? <laughs> Look, I know there's no dairy burger in Lois Duncan's Killing Mr. Griffin, but can we talk about that for a second? Dairy burger? <laughs> yeah. What is D-A-I-R-I. it supposed to mean? I R I. And I always read it as dairy. Yeah. I think it's the owner's name. Okay. Like this is right. Mr. Dairy's okay. burger. Mr. Dairy. That makes much more sense. But there's an <laughs> obvious we, connotation I, I of like a dairy. It. I would exactly. fucking love it though if it was 
Mr. Dairy's Burger. <laughs> I just would love, it would answer a lot of questions for me if we just had one appearance of a Mr. Dairy. Maybe there is. We got to ask our resident. We got to ask our SVH correspondent, Ryan Mogi. True. She also lives here at the podcast. Is a resident. Yes, she's a resident yeah. as well. She's, but she's but she's, she's in the on room. the room. Mm. She is staying on the futon. Yeah. She heard yeah. the string quartet and was like, "I'm not going in there." No, she was like, yeah. "I gotta go adjust the antenna, the well, rabbit ears on the roof." We were mm-hmm. like, "Ryan, this is super awkward." But like, Patrick is coming over, and our, our Patrick, our who also usually, lives here, by the way, who also lives here, and uh, <laughs> none of our roommates are really able to talk to each other at the same time. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. We and we only have three chairs. So. If you could just leave. And then she said, ah, I guess I should. Yeah. So anyway, here we are. And then I yelled so from anyway, the street, Dairy Can Burger. I it? Oh, yeah. So Dairy Burger, <laughs> there is a uh, a chain of hamburgers uh, called Culver's. Are you familiar with Culver's oh, that at all? That sounds familiar. It is a Midwest thing uh, started mm-hmm. in Wisconsin, mm-hmm. where I am from. Um, and they sell a hamburger that they call a butter burger. Yep. Mm. Familiar. Um, I assume there's butter in the meat. It reminds me of like something. doesn't um uh, yeah, Jack in the Box has a buttery Jack. Butter in the meat. Mm, is that like a sauce thing though? Or they is that do like a butter in the meat? O- not in the meat. I think they do a butter on top of the meat, so it's not cut into the patty. I don't think. Mm. So you're telling me that this butter burger is cut with butter? That's always been it's my like, assumption. Yeah, it's a little burger patty with butter inside. Oh, it's like a stick very, of butter that's with a very ground bold. meat wrapped around it. Oh, interesting. It's so it's actually it's a log. Very yeah. middle of <laughs> It's like a hot dog. It is a, it's, it's basically like, a hot dog, yeah. Cold and you need that cushion. That's mm-hmm, true. Mm-hmm. You need food that sticks to your ribs. Mm-hmm. Cuz otherwise you'll freeze to death. Yep. Um where is this set? This is in New Mexico. It I learned that Mexico, very yes. late in the book. Yep, Albuquerque. Mm. I feel like we get that pretty early. I knew it was a desert place. Early. Mm, yes, yeah. desert-y, it opens with her being like, oh, sand. <laughs> and like, like, oh, the sand. She's like, all the sand. And she's cupping her glasses like, to make oh, sure the this sand. New Mexico sand. <laughs> this red New Mexico sand. Susan is like the most boring character in the world, right? I heard every single one of her uh, 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 dialogue, her lines. In the voice that Lindsay does when she read "Go Ask Alice," when it's like, "Oh, jeez, again with this," <laughs> like there was a point. She's oh, so fucking put upon. Like everything she's very put upon. I feel I was. I did feel bad Susan for her. In yeah, the high school for sure. And junior high, but it, but I mean, I didn't realize how spot on she was about how other people see her until other people started talking about how they see her. Yeah, which is like a big. That zero. Yeah. Nobody gives a shit about Susan. They all think not she even sucks. her family. Everyone yeah. hates her. Everyone is just like her bored. Loves her obviously, but like, mm. like mm. want to fold up her existence into as small a box as possible. They are definitely well. They're bored by her for sure, and they're because like when the she was like. Well, so the, the whole family yeah. when she was like later when then when she was like oh they're looking at me as like a good example because I'm going on a date with a boy they were like that is so fucking yeah depressing. that was so depressing <laughs> and then she was like I can't believe like I'm the one that they're like saying is good in this family I was like man ouch ouch yeah and um, it was like her brothers weren't interested in her until they found out her teacher was missing yeah like, whoa cool those brothers were very, suck. they were horrible. One of them, their I, names are Francis and Melvin. Oh. Are they? Because I, 
think they might be different in this book. Did they change the brother's name? Her older brother's name is Craig, or the older yeah, brother. Craig. Yeah, Craig, yeah. Not older than her. Wait, it, I thought Melvin, um, first of all, I thought it was Melvin, uh, as uh, the way it's spelled, M-E-L-V-Y-N-N-E. Yeah. What? You guys, I do mm-hmm. not think that their names are that. I am they at are. Ch- chapter 13 right now, which uh, spending a little time with the McConnells. Um, yeah. Is here, I mean, Melvin. here, it's very frank about on page six. Uh, it says, uh, so her mom is saying like, marry in haste, repent at leisure. That's what my grandmother always said. There's plenty of time for everything. For being an old maid, the twin named Melvin had offered giggling. For being an old maid, the twin named Kevin had offered giggling. Oh, oh shit. shit. named these motherfuckers. And then the other one is, are you going to be a single person, Sue? The twin named Francis had asked. Are you going to be a single person, Sue? The twin named Alex had asked. Good update. Yeah, Alex because and Kevin. twins would not be named Melvin and Kelvin. With, an, with a oh, Y-N-N-E. The Francis. Y-N-N-E throws me so much. It, well, I think of like, Melvin. What the fuck or like, is like this Lynn. Or, Yeah, like Melvin. Or Melvin. Melvin. I Melvin. A, I, I knew a Melvin, and uh, but he was like a middle-aged man. <laughs> he was a friend of my dad's. That tracks. Yeah, and it was just... Spelled M E L V Y N, Melvin, but this has like an extra N and E on it. <laughs> like it's Melvin. I'm guessing Craig is still Craig. Craig is Craig. Yeah, Craig, Craig is timeless. Craig is Craig. Is Craig. Needs no Those updating. Were, yeah. Although, oof, what a boring ass family. Here are our children: Susan, Craig, Kevin, Alex. and Alex. <laughs> <laughs> this is our whole family. Well, the McConnells. We are the McConnells. Would you like a plate of white? Meat chicken and, and white a side bread. of white rice and, some and a side of mashed potatoes and some rolls <laughs> and some cauliflower rice <laughs> and a large glass of milk. Whole milk. Oh. <laughs> and you're like, uh, no, thank you. You're going to murder me. <laughs> I need to go. Uh, no, I need to leave. You know what? I can, I can, uh, I can call, I can call AAA from somebody else's house. <laughs> But the family's all No, 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 I'm okay. No, 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 I'm okay. Oh, what a shame the door's been barred. Uh, No. (laughs) I'm in the whitest house in America! No! All of these characters are white, right? Yes, they're all white. (laughs) They're all fucking white. This is the whitest fucking book. Um, This is one white-ass book. They talk a little bit about, like, reservations that they're going to Hide the car. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. So they're going to take advantage of some people of color at the very sure. least. Sure. This is jumping mm. ahead. Grant, which, by the way, we got to talk which, about my feelings about this way, damn we grandma. We haven't said anything about what the book is. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> well, this we run into I mean, the, also, the Lois like, Duncan this thing. This is not necessarily a recap podcast. Right. We expect that like people... No, like we can give a brief description, but yeah, I mean, we're not going to get every single plot point in. Like all Lois Duncan novels, I guess, because this is the third I've read now. <laughs> yeah, but like all of them, nothing fucking nothing happens, happens in this book. Nothing happens. They make a plan to kidnap Mr. Griffin. They kidnap Mr. Griffin. He dies. The end. He he, he dies off page. <laughs> yeah, everything um, happens off page. Everything basically. does happen off page. Um, so I guess this is a good point to at least give a brief yeah. <laughs> but like you said alright so what happens is there's this mean teacher killing Mr. Griffin that's his full name his first name his is name, not killing Mr. his first Mr. name is killing <laughs> that's his, his father's name, name. his right. middle name is Mr. his He's last killing. name is Griffin call me killing so Mr. This, <laughs> Griffin yeah. is my father's <laughs> name <laughs> 
I'm just killing. Uh, <laughs> oh, there's his teacher. And he's really mean, but it's because he wants to wants to push his students. Also, he has a pregnant wife. So sad. He has a pregnant wife. So sad. And um, and a bunch of kids, and a bunch, a of, bunch cool of cool kids decide they're going to kidnap him to teach him a lesson about like, you know, expecting them to do their homework. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> and they rope Susan into it because she's going to be the innocent bait. So mm-hmm. she schedules an uh, an appointment to um, like talk about her paper of sorts with him. And uh, she agrees to do this because she loves the boy named David. David Ruggles. <laughs> the twin who, named Melvin. Who is like a soft, good kid. Yes. Right? He's not like all yeah. the way good. He's not all the way cool. He's not all the way. Yeah, he's, but he is, he's middling. He is yeah. skinny mm. and beautiful. He's elfin. elfin. Yeah, he's very elfin. Elven. Elven. Y N N. Yeah. Uh, so he's Elvin. So yeah, he's um, like he's like all Orlando the men are very beautiful. Bloom in Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she agrees to do it. They go to do it. It does not go great. The it in question is kidnap Mr. Griffin yes, and scare kidnapping. him. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, the ringleader is Mark, who is. A psychopath who, like, right who away, is a sociopath. Everyone he knows fucking, he's yeah. a fucking psychopath. It is so obvious to everybody. But it it's also like the book and a not super sexy quality of his. Right. Well, he's so charismatic. His, his eyes, his <laughs> eyes are strange. His they sometimes they're hooded, they're glassy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they're his hooded. voice is a steel knife. <laughs> <laughs> also, um, hold on. Since we're speaking about so, him, <laughs> speak on Mark. Uh, well, I'll ask you. Guys, this while Kelly's looking. How early did you figure out, like, oh, Mark burned his dad alive in the house? The second that we found out that the dad died in a fire. Yes, thank you. Right, because it's seeded pretty early. This is, again, another feature of Lois Duncan novels is that every (laughs) mystery is seeded super early. So, like, Uh props on that, Mm -hmm. but super obviously. (laughs) Like, I realized the so second obviously. time. I will say I realized the second time came up because we didn't know anything about Mark yet. Well, we didn't. Uh, we learned that he burns the cat. Yeah, he burns super the cat. Early. Well, so he like but wants I, to do a bad thing to a cat, and then he burns so, the cat. So he burns the cat. He burns his dad. He's gonna burn Susan. Yeah, he loves to burn. He loves to burn. He loves can't stop burn. burning. Everybody knows Everybody's Mark loves burning. burning. So um, here's a question: Why doesn't he burn Mr. Griffin? Well, he was branching even out, kill him. and obviously it didn't work. So he was like, "Back to the basics. I'm gonna burn Susan." <laughs> Look, I gotta go back to what I know. <laughs> go with what you know. Burning. Should never uh, try so, something new. So Cut. it doesn't go great. Mister Griffin has a heart condition, angina. He needs to take his nitroglycerin pills, and um, so they bring him to a cabin. They're not. No, it's to on the floor. Him. Yeah, so it's, just, it's just out, it's just out, out in the, in the woods, woods by yeah, a water. He's house. literally like laying on the ground in outside. the fucking woods. Right. Outside. There isn't even a there's cabin. There's no cabin. No, cabin. no, there's no cabin even nearby. <laughs> this is just, they literally just like lay him on the ground, not even on a trail. Because it's hidden. Like, he's hogtied. None of this matters, but it is so funny to now all of the visuals I had. You had them all like inside? <laughs> there was, no, no, no. They weren't inside, they were all outside. Hmm. But there was definitely a cabin right Mm-mm. there. No, it is no. important that this be a place that no one knows. No about. one knows about this place. There is Only no Lana cabin. Mm-hmm. and Mark. Mm-hmm. In my mind, it was like, yeah, there's an abandoned cabin. <laughs> Lana I mean, found it. She brought okay. Mark All there. Right. Now he brings people there. That makes so much more sense. 
but it's going to be really hard to scrub the cabin from my mind now. You're going to no, keep what? being like, and then the cabin, and that's then, right. No. Oh. I'll be like, no, and then, I and then they, uh, So they bring Mr. Griffin, they set him down, and then they're like, mm, I'm thirsty. I'll just run inside. I'll grab a quick no, coat. There's no, no, there's no cabin. They did bring a sixer, though. They, beer. they did bring, bring a sixer, and they said, oh, this could be like a commercial. If it weren't the beer. <laughs> if it were Coke. <laughs> Mark opens the beer in the car. <laughs> so what I'm getting is they just forgot to pick up Coke to stock. The mini fridge. Mm, no, no. So, again, so, there, there again, is no cabin. So we're to take like four steps back. Four steps back, there's no cabin. There's, they're in okay, the woods. Now, now back four be- steps forward. Because four if you take forward. four steps back, you can't see. The no. <laughs> no. You take four steps back, you're inside the cabin. <laughs> okay, let's, let's, let's just so imagine. The cabin is in front of you. The cabin is behind you. The cabin is within you the whole time. That okay. part they might be true. They all have cabins in their hearts. They all have cabins in their hearts. This is true. Okay. I understand why there's a cabin there now. Great. <gasps> Which there definitely is. So they take Mr. So, Griffin to this place. They, they leave him tied up. Just like they're on the ground. They're like, we're, Mark's like, we'll teach him a lesson. And yeah, then, and everyone's like, and a couple people are like, uh, let's not leave him here. And then they're like, we outvote you. Oh, right, because what's his name? Um, Jeff? Or no, the David. good boy. David. David doesn't want to do it. Everyone else says they want to. Susan is not there. Because she was like, there. I can't do Her it. It was too job. traumatizing. Yeah. Because the last thing Mr. Griffin says to her when he is being attacked by the kids to be kidnapped is he looks at her with terror in his eyes and goes, run! Because mm-hmm. he's concerned about her safety, not mm-hmm. his. And, and that's when Susan, Susan's brain. That's when she's like, oh no, he's a human being that yeah. actually cares about other human beings. <laughs> not until that moment. Not until yeah. that moment. That she's specific like, moment. Oh, whoops. Is this a bad idea, maybe? Like, immediately, I would have been like, Stop doing like yeah. hold on, we gotta stop. This is Mark, this is Jeff, this is David. No, yeah, I would just I would fuck it up. I yeah. would fuck up the plan. Well, like I, I would just nuke the plan. Yeah. But the real problem is when they present it to her when they go on the picnic, they're like, <laughs> speaking of Mr. Griffin, uh or <laughs> let's just kidnap it. Like, well, and they, they say, do it as an aside. They say yeah, like um, Exactly. Oh, I mean, this is gonna be so funny when like Mr. Griffin's up here and blindfolded and she's like, mm, what? what the what? what? Oh, when I was just saying what? when he's up here and blindfolded and, and his hands are tied and we're just kicking his ass. What? What? Huh? what? Oh, what? I'm oh, sorry. Guys, we we have this whole are, plan. You guys aren't for real gonna kidnap him though, are you? And you are going to hell. Wow, you're so magnetic. Mm, thank you. <laughs> and then, and then, oh, what's his name? David goes, a gentle baby angel kiss right on her forehead. <laughs> And she's like, I'll never be this happy again. And, and she, she never, never was. <laughs> low dunks, getting dark. Yeah, low dunks. when I read that, I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> also, guys, this book is like sad again. Okay. Oh, her books she's are sad. so good okay. at writing grief. Yeah. so fucking angry when they killed Mr. Griffin. Yeah. I was like, you fucking horrible little yeah. shit. You have no idea how much he cares about you. Yeah. yeah. No, I was well, mad. And like- what in in what universe is this like even a remotely like plausible like what why is this a, a course of action that you even think they keep going well everybody kidnapped Dolly Luna oh my for god her that do fun we do we have to talk about Dolly Luna <laughs> we have to talk about Dolly we Luna do now. because oh here's the god. thing why do they call her her whole name she <laughs> that's Dolly a great point isn't her name though it's a she nickname asks, she, she asks, asks them to, be to call Dolly. Dolly it's a nickname that she assigned herself that mm-hmm. she tells students to call her but, but not, not tell to tell anybody, anybody else. that is so weird that she's, is so you weird. know she's fucking one of those she's fucking she almost fucking one every student trying to fuck 
all of them. Of yeah. of our Definitely three main boys. Mark you think she's trying to fuck Mark? Mark? Mark is fucking everybody. Mark no, I think Mark has got that penis no, whacking around on this whole campus. She's too much of like a ray of light to to be attracted you to Mark. She's going, David. But he's charismatic oh, oh, and tricky. Oh, Jeff, she's going Jeff. She's going Jeff. Jeff, Jeff, Jeff is punk. a big strapping. Uh, that's the thing. Jeff is is as a handsome uh, jock boy. Mm-hmm. Yes. David looks like a kite. He. <laughs> That's what she literally Wait, says. She literally says in the introduction, he's running. So he's like, so like a dragon? Or? And, and that in his windbreaker, he, he looks, looks like, like a, a kite. kite. And Susan's like, I love him. I know. And I was like, wait, a what? And then when she's like, he's the most popular boy in school, I was like, what? Well, he's the what? Student body president yeah. or something like that? We're talking heavy hitters here. We got yeah. student body president. We've got star athlete. We've head got cheerleader. Cheerleader. head cheerleader. We've and got lead psychopath. <laughs> yeah, lead psychopaths <laughs> and then like right. dumpy sad girl, which is so sad for her. And then we've got Lindsay K. Tai. <laughs> <laughs> and she lives in a cabin in the woods. We've got the girl who never speaks. <laughs> But if her you teachers wrote like her. Mary Sue fanfic for <laughs> killing yes, Mr. Yes, Griffin. Yes. Except I'm Susan, and what happens is they go the exact same thing. Go, <laughs> <laughs> that or or they're like, as an aside, they're like, yeah. Well, when Mr. Griffin gets up here, and they're like, kidnapped. Do you want to help? Is that what you guys brought me here? <laughs> <laughs> That's why you invited me to the fucking picnic, like. No, and then I David am Ruggles, not doing no, that. And then David Ruggles looks at you, and then he locks eyes with you, and then psychopath calls you baby a baby. lot. Susan, baby. Susan, baby, baby, Susan, baby, Susan, baby, baby, Susan, baby, 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 baby. Dude, he's he's David. Disgusting. Like, how many coats of grease do you think he is? He uh, is. He is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, actually, that's a great point. He may be the coat of grease on Jeff. Oh, absolutely. Right? Like, absolutely. Oh, yes. Like he, I think if, if Mark is not there, mm-hmm. Jeff and Betsy have a fine relationship. And yeah. I, yeah, and I think they're, they could be but, good people, but they're mm-hmm. not. Oh, but here's, that's what I was about to say is for all their lives, they would pretty much seem like good people. They would think they were good people. They would behave like good people, but clearly they are not good people. This brings out a mm-hmm. side of them. That was always gonna be there, mm. but maybe would have uh, lain <laughs> lain dormant. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I, is is that true of Jeff though? Like, I know he he is going along with a plan that ultimately kills man. <laughs> Here's yeah. what gets Jeff mm. off yeah. just right off the bat is he makes friends with Mark when he lights a cat on fire. Yeah, that's a great point. <laughs> that and then the ha- like the last like, nail in the coffin is when he leaves Susan. To be burned by Mark, which they know is going to they happen. know is going to happen because like we're, we're just going to have a little They're talk. Pretending, do, but that do they, they think do they like? I feel like they Susan are under just Mark's told spell. Them that Mark killed Irma. That's right, Irma. Ruggles. Which okay, I'm going to have cutest <laughs> old lady name. Here's the thing: I am controversial Ruggles. opinion. That old lady needs to fuck go. You. She needs to go her fuck immediately. You. What? Her I immediately. No. I was. I it felt was like so I fucking hate you. By her. You're a fucking I, liar. A liar thing. manipulator. You're a fucking liar. She. She, she, she can walk no around. We know you can. You know what? We know you can walk. We know you can fucking walk. Lime Jello, if you want that fucking Jello so badly. She just wants to control people. Making your daughter-in-law when. When your son ran out on her and you and your grandson, they were like, I'm going to let you take care of me, break Mm -hmm. your back. 
to take care of me and mm-hmm. your son for the rest of your life. When meanwhile, she's just like toddling all around the house. She's a fucking little golem taking away that ring and hiding it. She thinks the neighbor next door is like one of the worst people alive because she doesn't make her bed first thing in the morning. Dude, she sucks. Also, she took, okay, (laughs) at the the church, at the church when the priest says, Irma Ruggles, Ruggles, for sure. (laughs) And you know what? I was mad at him for killing her for sure, but I was like, it had to be done. She had to go. She had to go. I did start Jeez. to feel for her. <laughs> I don't know. I did Guys, start to feel for her. Li- her name is she, Irma she Ruggles. She is not. She's not sweet. sweet. She's not she sweet. Not sweet. You know what? However, you would be. You would be a David in this oh situation. Oh my god! You yeah, are probably. David. Probably a little bit oh, of a David in this situation. Yeah, you are David. You're David. You're David. I'm Susan. You're Betsy. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> Just because I ran out Mark? of girls. <laughs> Hey, we, we like, should all be asking, "Where's Mark?" Right? Yes, Mark will know what to do. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Where's Mark? Mark will tell us. Mark, Mark. Nobody oh, move Mark. until Mark gets here. No one move. No one move. You guys don't. Did we, you tell Mark? Like, don't you think that like if we tell Mark that he might do something bad? Ignore that. Ignore that. No. Ignore, ignore that. Ignore that. Ignore, ignore that. Mark is the only one. Mark's the only one. He's made the plan. He knows exactly what to do. Mark knows. Mark is our Lord and Savior. Mark is Christ. Um. Okay. Oh, I did feel bad for Irma when she thought that David was in touch with his father again and that she was going to get to see her son again before she died. Mm-hmm. And then she fucking dies. And also, uh, leading up to that, David is a dick to his grandmother. He drugs her. and then, That's like, pretty bad. That was pretty bad. The drugging her was pretty bad. In what universe, when it comes down to, and then you're just going to drug your grandma real quick, do oh, they yeah. not go, yeah, okay, all right. this plan... <laughs> Yeah. It's not normal. <laughs> well, this they is see not normal. They're rationalizing, behavior. like because because remember they're like. <laughs> Do you think David is like? Oh yeah, no, that's good. I've been withholding green jello for a little while. <laughs> yeah, so she'll, she's gonna eat that shit she's right up. She's gonna be like, she's so gonna excited love it. to finally have the fucking the fucking one flavor of jello she likes, <laughs> which is. Green. green, green. Sorry, they're it has the most flavor. They do say well, lime at some. They point. do say, yes. but uh, well, they're all rationalizing because they're like, oh well, uh, Betsy's mom downs those things all the time, and she's fine. And I'm like, then we need to talk about how Betsy's mom has a problem. <laughs> oh, then we yeah. need to talk about that. Well, there we are have a an lot... opioid crisis. Yeah, <laughs> we do. There are a lot of problems with absentee parents, mm-hmm. both mothers and fathers, in this book. Yeah. But specifically, yeah. fathers get called out all the time. Yes, yes. They just leave. the The police officer, dude. Oh yeah, they're Detective like, Baca, they leave, like all the time. Oh yeah, pretty Baca. much. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, we had like three leave this month. Uh, yeah. Two of them are never coming back, and <laughs> like, one of them sent a postcard. We basically asking to file for divorce. Stop looking. Yeah. He's like, he probably just ditched you. Like, That's what guys do. <laughs> oh yeah, somebody, you know how guys are. And somebody calls and they're like, "My cat is stuck in a tree," and they're like, "Probably ran off to California." Ran off. <laughs> Probably cat probably ran off. We've got like fucking all the cats are running off. Cats and husbands just running off. Oh, oh are you pregnant? Off. Did you find out you're pregnant? Probably oh, classic, 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 classic. Called it. Classic. Called it. Um, um, no, but when when Betsy calls her mom to like set up the alibi, um, that scene is so sad that Betsy's like, yeah, you know, she, like her mom's like playing, like barely listening to Betsy, mm-hmm. right? And she's like, "Were you saving that cake for anything?" Another thing, they eat too much fucking cake. Everyone's eating cake in this Everyone's book. Eating, Everyone's, Everyone's eating cakes eating on cakes. cakes. All the time. Cake all and jello cake. all the time. Cake, jello, coke. Yeah. Cake, jello, jello coke. coke. Cake, jello, jello coke. coke. Cake, jello, coke. Say what? Okay. <laughs> but it's just sad that like Betsy's mom is just like, okay, whatever. I'm playing cards with my friends. You're not part of my life. 
Yeah. But also her response to the cake thing was charming. Which oh, was, you say? It's it cake. Was like, it's, for it's for eating. Cake is for eating. I you like go that. ahead and have some. That I is thought that nice. was sweet. That is nice. I liked Betsy's mom. I used to. Uh, she doesn't know what the fuck is going on. She doesn't no. know. No, that's true. Kids that's what I'm saying. Are about to murder a teacher? How could they though? The only people who know are Mark's guardians, and they're like <laughs> oh my God. fucking terrified of they Mark. They hate Irv, Mark. Irv and Jeannie. Yeah, yes. and they're like his. They are not comfortable with Mark at yeah. all. They're like, he's a you know fucking what? weirdo. We're just going to hold out till he's 18 <laughs> and then he's out of our lives and we know that we're we're right with God. Mm-hmm. You know what? <laughs> Cut out the toxic people. I say they should have just turned him out. They should have got, but you know what? That's the thing. He Then he would never have been caught. Never mind. Yeah. Keep it in. Keep him in. Keep him in. <laughs> Keep him in. Keep him in. <laughs> they get to stay. They get to stay. I will say that these children are very bad <laughs> at covering up the murder. Fucking worst. Okay. Oh, okay. But and Mark, of- the supposed like fucking criminal mastermind. <laughs> he burned down a cat. <laughs> yeah, he burned down a cat. Right. And he, Susan was inside. <laughs> where's the moment? He is like he he knows Mr. Griffin. Mm-hmm. In what world does he think that Mr. Griffin running off with some Dolly Blonde is going to be a plausible thing that happened. Well, he has Susan say like, oh, I saw him get in the car mm-hmm. with some hot blonde. Yeah, he's adding details that don't need to be added. Yeah, he absolutely is adding details because what she could have done is just be like, I don't know. I saw him I, at the meeting and Why then he went home. But she this, doesn't need to say anything None of the that. bullshit. All she has to do is say, we talked about my paper and uh, then he left. But this is, that's the background narrative of the whole book, though, is men leave. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So like Mark is just feeding men that leave, men but leave. Mr. Griffin doesn't. I suppose that's right. Yeah. Mr. Griffin's because stays. he is the best. What him and Kathy, theirs is a love that will last forever. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, it doesn't. Right. It's a one sided thing now, I guess. No, she in the universe. They're like Jack and Rose. <laughs> And the Titanic. Also, she's, their love, their hearts will go on. She's a little bit psychic, right? Uh, yeah, because she got that premonition. Detective. Okay, so, guys, <laughs> both, guys, both things she's are like, true. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. No, but then she even his has wrist that watch was broken. Well, she has that premonition where she's like, she doesn't want him to leave because she feels an intense fear that day. Oh yeah, I yeah. Forget he, about he that. He was out the door she for one psychic. for one sharp moment. She sat almost screaming after him, "Come back!" That suddenly, that quickly, it struck her. I don't want him to go. He mustn't go. Without reason, terror shot through her. <clears throat> but she was as frozen as stone. Her lips shrilled to the words, blah, 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 blah. Uh, Kathy said, I love you. I know, she whispered. I know. It was strange, like a formal goodbye. How could it be when he would be back so soon in only a matter of hours? She knows. She knows. He's not Writers coming Writers love nothing more than to have a last goodbye be significant and known by both parties. Well, it is particularly fucking Bri Griff doesn't know bullshit. that this is significant. He don't know. She knows. He don't know. No, that's what I'm saying is writers love to make it that like the wife knows that mm. she doesn't mm-hmm. want him oh, to go. Yeah. And then for some reason, he specifically told her how proud <laughs> he was of her. And and it was like as if as if there was a, a heavy weight of right? emotion. She, remember, she was like, for some reason, he, he came back and said, I yeah. love you with such finality. And it was such a goodbye. It is so like, 
here's how that same thing could work in my life. Like Lindsay and Michael stood at, at the bottom of California screaming in Disney's California Adventure. <laughs> they were about to go on the roller coaster, but Lindsay was suddenly struck by a fear of like they couldn't come back from this. And she decided she didn't want to go on. She didn't want Michael. To, she tried to talk him out of it, but he decided he was going to go on instead. And she said, oh, just, just know that I love you. And he got on the roller coaster. It was the happiest he ever was. And then he got off the roller coaster and then they went and got ice cream. Yeah. Oh. Because that happens to me all the time where yeah. I think something terrible I is going to happen. I think terrible things that are going to happen. a real moment. I just said, I, Mike will go to get on the roller coaster and I'll be like, just know that I love you just in case. Well, I, get, case. Like, I get like weird and feelings. And then everything fine. Yeah, everything's fine. I, I'll get weird feelings and I'll be like, I need to leave this restaurant or like I need to leave this mm. like whatever, this cafe. And I just be like, I got to go. This is something that particularly Lois Duncan loves to do. There are three yes. things she loves. Mm-hmm. Almost psychic moms. Yes. Mm-hmm. Slash moms to be. Um, girls that are like not very cute, but are somehow charming and beautiful men. Mm-hmm. All of the men in this book are beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Like she specifically says, like when she's talking about how beautiful. Oh, yeah. This happened in... The psychic thing happened in uh, I know what you did last mm-hmm. summer for the sure. Mom. But um the, they never came the, home. They never, never came back. They never came home. Yeah. No, I guess I am thinking I guess I am thinking of I know what you did last summer. That's where she has her own like uh webcam VJ job, right? Yeah. Uh that is Yes, in, that is I know what you, I know what you did last yeah, summer. Okay, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I forgot that it was like all of the men in that are beautiful. Yeah, I mean, the description I mean, two of... of the men are the same man, right? Oh, right. <laughs> oh, right. And they're both be- beautiful. Very beautiful. Uh, Ruggle is described as he looked exactly like his father. He couldn't remember his father very well, but he knew what he looked like from the wedding picture. His father had been a small man, slightly bu- built, with the most beautiful face in the world. When David looked at himself in the mirror, he saw that face looking back at him, fine-boned, delicate, Perfectly shaped with gentle eyes and a fine, sensitive mouth. <laughs> you got so mouth. much more delicate as you went on. <laughs> you so and a fine, sensitive mouth. mouth. Whereas, like for the girls, it's like she had a round fucking face and like. <laughs> hold, hold on, this exchange about about Susan she is a between David. Lady. <laughs> yeah. Between oh God. Da- David and uh, his mother. Um, she's just a girl. David said she's in. She's in one of my classes. Is she pretty? Not really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then he corrects himself to say. You wouldn't think. Yeah, you, you might not think so. She's very bright. <laughs> yeah. And every time she shows Lindsay up, Kata. when Irma, <laughs> fucking Irma wriggles. Ruggles. Ru- oh, sorry. Irma Ruggles. Ruggles, Ruggles have wriggles. Ruggles have wriggles. So Irma Ruggles is wriggling around on this chair. <laughs> and he comes, and, 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 and David comes in with uh, Susan, and mm. she's like, oh, I didn't, would not have expected. <laughs> that I better. see. I thought Susan was underestimating herself the whole first chapter. <laughs> no, <laughs> like no, she's, she's maybe overestimating yeah. herself. Yeah, because everybody's such a fucking dick about what she looks like. She's just one of those single people. Oh yeah, those she's single just gonna people. be one of those single people. Mm-hmm. They're not called spinsters or old maids. They're called single people. Betsy says that she has nearsighted cow eyes. <laughs> so sad. Fuck you, Betsy. I know. You lowercase cunt. Is everyone in here brown slash hazel and near, nearsighted? Or what are your eyes? No, my eyes Blue? are like kind of bluey, greeny. 
No, well then you're do not. You have, do you have blue-green eyes like the twins? Aquamarine. Mm. <laughs> you should wear that color more often. It's too hard to Aquamarine? tell. Aquamarine? Mm -hmm. Maybe I should. It'll make your eyes pop. I'll do it. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> yeah, um, I have the, hazelish eyes. The, I don't yeah. know what to call the color. Hazelish. hazelish. Yeah. I think it's fine. Hazelish. Um, when Susan gets in the car to go on the, the picnic mm -hmm. with, with the rest of them, the only compliment that Betsy can think to pay her is, did you dye your shirt yourself? Oh, in, in this book, she just says, I like your shirt. No, she asks. Yeah, she's in a tie-dyed shirt. She's not wearing tie-dye in this book. This makes she well, okay. <laughs> then corrections we need to make. Yeah. There is no cabin. Tie-dye shirt. Tie-dye shirt. <laughs> that really informs this book a lot more, knowing she's wearing a tie-dye shirt mm -hmm. this whole time. And it's like, hey, guys, I don't know if I really want to be kidnapping a teacher. <laughs> and everyone's like, shut up, shut up, shut up. <laughs> shut up, you already did it. It's already you done. fucking baby. <laughs> we can't complain about it for 150 pages. <laughs> Jeez Louise, guys. Oh, guys. <laughs> guys. Oh, man. I'm oh, getting guys. hogtied in my oh, living room. <laughs> oh, good. Hey, Mark. Oh, Mark, Mark. Don't, don't break up the curtains. Mark. My mom spent a lot of money on those. <laughs> those are my mom's favorite curtains, Mark. Oh, you're lighting them on fire. <laughs> oh, no, oh, Mark. Oh, I get it oh. now. <laughs> You oh, scared your father. Oh, God. Down. And then she's so fucking dull when he's like, Oh, yeah, that's the way it really lit up when my dad died. And she's like, Oh, I know. That was like really sad that your dad died <laughs> in a freakish fire. And he's like, he's No, like, you fucking idiot. Like, I killed him. Yeah, she is I'm so, so sorry slow about your to. Dad dying. That doesn't mean you have to kill me the same way. You fucking asshole. I killed both. I, I like to kill. I am a burner. I'm I am a man who kills. I have the opportunity again. Thank you. I wish I could have burned down that old lady. <laughs> I was outside of my comfort zone when I bonked her on the head. Um, how did he? How did he kill? Oh yeah, he just like shoved her and she hit her head on. I'm sure something. he just he pushed just, her like, over. Taken her head and got thunk on the ground. <laughs> Can you show me that again? <laughs> <laughs> like he, he took the back of her head and he just like bonked her forehead right, on the ground. Like um, he was yeah. you're trying to open a Jeff. coconut and you don't have a machete. Yeah. <laughs> so, you exactly. so you put it in a plastic bag and like this spin it around. Like, really get some. <laughs> Mark on that is a very bad murderer. He's so bad. very bad at murdering. Like he got he got away with it on his dad, and so he thinks he is so good at it now. Hubris, hubris. He's so he bad does, at murdering. He does people. successfully kill three people though. Oh, but he's bad at getting away with get, it. He's bad at covering. Like he thinks he's yeah. Mr. Mm, Smooth Operator. Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, he's he, not because he needs to get a tighter hold on the other people involved. Because we have idiot David over here being like, "Let me throw my windbreaker on top of the dead what? body." And, oh, he, so yeah, let me... and he lets him. Yeah, and he lets him. And he takes evidence. He takes I that know. Ring. He takes the ring. And when and when the time it comes time to. Explain. He's just like I felt like it was mine. Don't what? you think there was like what weird, was like he was what? projecting a dad vibe onto him? Well, for sure, because he sees his dad's class ring. On yeah, Mr. and he's like, oh right, he's like, there's something familiar about his hands, but I can't place it, and it's the ring. Right, and that's why Irma Ruggles was like also notices it. Yes, she. <laughs> Here's Irma I kept... has a prezi in my pocket. <laughs> my son's I, coming she's, home. She's she's. 
weird and creepy. Here, he's like, Here, here's the thing. I feel like we're, we're all going to slouch into that as we get like to be 80 years I old. I don't no, want to know no, that. She's also, a bad dumb she's, person. She's a bad dumb person. She's a selfish, she's horrible. good for nothing. Her son left her. All the no, men in her life I don't, have left I her. I don't care. This is giving me some PTSD about this because of my neighbor, mm. Louise, who was the one that made me cut clothes off her body. Because she had Munchausen's. Your shit's on blast, Louise. Yeah, Louise, this is this is me coming at you. That's reversed, Munchausen. Munchausen by proxy is when you do it to kids or others. Munchausen's. So when you... this is just Munchausen. Yeah, because oh, by proxy is the other person. Yeah. By so she, so she was she just Munchausen, Munchausen to the self. Yeah, where she fell to down the to the self. She fell she down. Had... There's Munchausen, Munchausen by proxy the and then Munchausen <laughs> to the self. So she <laughs> fell down and like. Her like twisted her wrist or something, so she got like a a sling from CVS, the ones that you can buy at CVS. Uh huh. She's like, I haven't thought about her in a while. So she's like, um, Kelly, I broke my arm. I need you to help me. Um, can you help me scoop out my cat's box? And at first, I was like, okay, this is just like a weird old lady that lives next door to me. Uh huh. Um, so I will. And this was back when I lived in Silver Lake. Uh. So I've moved away. And I moved because of her. Um, Oh, my God. So she, like, so she was like, can you help me scoop my cat's litter box? I was like, okay, whatever, I'll do it once. So then I do that. And then she starts, like, asking me to do a lot more stuff. And she's like, I can't get dressed because I can't use my hand. And so she made me, like, undo her, like, pants for her. See, that? yeah, that's all. So I'm projecting this. Yeah, for sure. And that's a lot to project onto because that, that's this is a family relationship. Okay, here's the thing. Yeah, I did not have this relationship with a crazy neighbor. I completely agree with Kelly because here's the thing: <laughs> she likes this is she's, and this is a similar. Yeah, she's this is a forcing similar, David to yeah. take care of her, and she even said to me, "This is something that, that Louise said to me. She was like, I like feeling like a princess and having people take care of me." She said that to me as I'm fucking like chipping away some fucking ice in her fridge which by the way you don't ice a broken bone so I know you're fucking lying and one day I got so mad at her I was like where's your cast Louise I don't see a cast did you break your arm and she's like I have a condition where my body creates too much calcium so it actually has already healed and I was like then why do you need me to help you she said she had a magic arm (laughs) she claimed to be Wolverine so Mm -hmm. everything's fine yeah but I started to help her so then I started freaking out and like got really scared and didn't want to deal with her at all um, and I would just like, I was constantly filled with anxiety. Um, and then one day I'm like in the shower getting ready for work. Uh, and I hear like, knock, 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 knock. And I freeze and I'm like, okay, if I just like stand here very quietly. I turned off quietly. the water and I just stood there in the shower with like shampoo, like dripping down my face. And I was like, okay, she'll just she'll leave me alone. And I just hear like, hello, hello, like through my open window through the screen. This is like a fucking horror movie. It was horrible. So I wrap up my towel and I come out and I'm like, what, Louise? And she's like, I need, she's, first of all, in a bra and just no. sh- uh, shorts and with her um, uh, a button down shirt, like draped over her shoulders. And she's like, can you help me put on my uh, 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 sling? I took it off in the night. And I was like, I cannot help you anymore, Louise. I cannot help you. And her voice literally changes. And she goes, it's only going to take a minute. Whoa. Yeah. And then she shoves past me, comes into my apartment. <gasps> I'm like shaking. I'm so freaked out and Ugh. shaking. I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. 
Um, then you bonked her on the head. Yeah, I bonked her on the head. I just like <laughs> whacked that coconut on the floor. Um, <laughs> um, I, I was like, fine, this is the last time I'm helping you. So I did it. And uh, at the time I was living with my boyfriend, Ross. And like, so I was just like, creepy. I was like, Ross, we have to move. And we moved. And the day that we were moving out, she goes, I'm happy you're moving. And I was like, me fucking too, Louise. Like, I was so outwardly mean to her. I remember one time I was. Um, you were just this old lady named Louise. Like, me too. We're fucking enemies. Well, it was like I was I started being like mean to her towards the end because you had to. You had to because otherwise like and our other neighbor on the other side was like, don't ever do anything nice for her. And I was like, oh, it's too late. And she's like, yeah, because she will like take over your life. And now she hated that girl, too. So oh I was like, um, like at one point I was uh, working on a cosplay thing or no, no, no. Yeah, I was, I was working on a cosplay thing and I was spray painting a, 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 an item and it was out on my balcony. She she's like so far away. She, she comes out and she's like, I can smell that poison from where I from my <laughs> whatever. And I was like, I'm right next to it and I'm fine. And she was like, it's going to make me sick. In my head, this is so fucked up, but she, this woman fucking pushed me. I looked at her and I was just like, what are you preserving? Like, why? Whoa. Yeah, it was bad. In your this head, lady, though. In my head, I didn't yeah, say that. Yeah, she oh. didn't say it. No, I was just like. Oh, like, I don't like the story anymore. <laughs> you thought I was like I, straight up insane. Yeah, I, I, was like, I don't care. What are bitch, you even preserving? No, like, I, I just like looked at her and what thought What are you that. holding on to <laughs> yeah. anyway? I was just like, what? Why? Why should I help you? But then like, so I just like looked at her and I was just like. It's gonna, it's, it'll be done in a second. I don't know, close your window. I mean, I really feel for that lady because she must be just the saddest person. But also, no. That's the thing. Well, it sucks. She just needs to seek help from like a source that is actually willing to give it. Yeah. And she needs to stop seeking help when she doesn't actually need help. She just needs a person in her life. But that, it's like, it would be really nice if we could all be Mr. Rogers and like immediately like, stop our day and help a fellow mm-hmm. human being but shit like this happens where you just get ensnared mm-hmm. yeah i mean and this this was after like maybe four weeks of me every day going into her house and helping her and then it got to, like she kept saying like really creepy things and she kept talking like what like I, like oh um i love being taken care of because i like feeling like a little girl that kind of stuff yeah and so i was, was like i can't it was like that. And then she was mentioning that her brother lived there. I've never seen her brother before. I think what it actually is, which is very sad, is that he pays for it and doesn't visit her. Oh. Yeah. Mm. It's really sad. So she has also she been left by the everyone. men in her life. And yeah. So I think like, sure. Mm. I, like it was a thing where I was like, man, I feel really bad for her. But at the same time, it got to a point where she was making me dress her when she was fine. That's you know what so I mean? fucking creepy. Yeah. Like she would like, she would purposely, I was like, wear some fucking drawstring pants. I don't know why you're wearing button up sh- pants. Like just pull something on. But she would make me come into her house and button her pants up for her. That or, is a nightmare. Yeah. Or she would like sabotage things that I had done for her. So that way I would have to come back and do it again. Like she was like, make an ice tray for me. And I was like, okay. So I made an ice tray for her and then I made extra and put it in a little bowl. And I was like, now you have extra and hoping like, okay, she'll like leave me alone for a couple days. So I did all this stuff for her and then she like called me back. She's like, I need you to make another ice tray. I was like, what happened to all the ice? Like, where is it? I made a bunch of ice for you. And she was like, oh, uh, I didn't understand how to use it. So I threw it away. And I was like, okay. Oh my God, what? Wait. 
Yeah, no, it, none of it made sense. Like it, it was insane. Well, if you don't understand how to use it, I'm not going to make you more. <laughs> yeah, like You're what's the point? Why should I that? make more? <laughs> like two cubes in a glass. Teach a woman to use an ice tray. Right. She learns how to make ice for life. <laughs> also, before, uh, be- so before our falling out, she had given me this little cactus. <laughs> our our falling yeah. out. She got me this little cactus and I planted it. In, and I remember I brought it in and Ross was so creeped out by her that he was like, I don't want that cactus in our house. So I planted it in our window which was like outside. Mm-hmm. It was like on our balcony. Mm-hmm. After the falling out, she ripped that thing out of the planter <laughs> and did something with it. I don't know where it is, but it, she took Tossed it out it and probably. threw it away. Yeah. She took back her gift. <laughs> it was, yeah. I don't know. It was just like, it, so I think I was bringing a lot of that baggage. I'm just saying cut Irma Ruggles a little slack. No. But she's, she's lying. She's a fucking parasite. She's lying. She That's, can walk yeah, around. She, she can, can do walk. all that stuff. That's the thing. She can make she, her own jello and she waits. She waits mm-hmm. all day, judges the woman yes. next door. Yeah. And then well, makes also, her these, grandson these take windows, her to the bathroom. These windows are way too close to each other. They're so close. So, so they can, they can close. like see the expressions on close. each other's mm-hmm. faces. It's too close. Yeah, the smirking. Like it is. It's weird, right? It's very weird. Yeah. Like they that, have a weird <laughs> hate. Relationship. Yeah, like you're gonna say love hate, but just hate it's hate. just yeah. hate. Um, it's a real Louise Kelly. I, I meant to say they have a real hateful relationship. Um, but mm-hmm. he, she just sits. She could be up. She does get up. She goes and she steals coins from his fucking dresser. Right, and walks down to the Seven Eleven or whatever, to, so she can make her own fucking Jello. And that's and the thing too that really grossed me out, and because it's specifically like it's such a it's like a caretaking nursing position that she like makes her grandson help her to the bathroom when he even says, like, she's like, I haven't gone all day. And he's like, I know that's not true. I know right. she goes to the bathroom all day. Like she wouldn't hold it. Like there's no reason, but she makes him be a caretaker for her. Which means he has no kind of normal life because he has to come straight home and right. care for his lying grandmother. Because that's the thing. If Who she wasn't lying. also has lying, no contact with anyone else though. No. Because she she's doesn't. a liar and she stays inside all the time. Yeah, she could go outside. She could play bridge. She could play yeah. knuckle. She could go hang out with Betsy's mom. Yeah. See, the thing is, my grandma was uh, like hanging out with people until she was like 94. And that's why I'm like, if you need to be taken care of, was on the other hand, my other grandma like needed to be taken care of. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, if you actually need to be taken care of, I get it. But it's the weird lying thing of like, I'm going to make you care for me in a caretaker position. She is pretending she's weaker than she is. Right. I mean, and but it does come from like a separate place of weakness, though. Like, I don't know. There, there's something about her specific loneliness that like at least it like it gets, rings. Yeah. It, it gets me. Yeah. Where mm-hmm. I'm like, I this could be the kind of like creepy old person I end up being. <laughs> Like, well, I don't know if you're I can both continue David to be... and Irma. Mm, that's right. <laughs> what an enigma. Um, I do. I do agree that like. That she definitely is a product of like, she didn't choose of, that of life. abandonment and of like from all around like yeah. her son left her, um, but she could be helping David's mom. She could be helping. She could be helping, and that's the problem where she's not. No, you're, and I she, mean, she she's no saint. <laughs> oh, and then the stuff that she says to David's mom at the end so fucking mean. Where she's like, she's oh, like, you're happy. You're happy that you were gone the because wife kind or whatever. Yeah. It is she says she she's like you drove my son away and now and I'm saying this even though I have made you take care of me for the last like 15 16 years yeah 
Yeah, I mean, that is also like at the end of everyone kind of being bad to each other, right? Yeah, everyone like, is after, terrible after, at this point. It starts right. to, yeah, it starts to snowball. Yeah, you know, yeah. David's like, you fucking idiot, don't you remember? You were with me yesterday. Okay, we that watched was, the TV, she's like, you dumb old bitch. The jello yeah. Yeah. was bitter. Yeah, oh my God. I was feeling Get bad during- Get some less bitter pill. <laughs> yeah, I know. Just like add extra sugar, you dumb dumb. Yeah, everybody on. is like either, everybody is at turns blind to Mark and what's going on or entirely too perceptive. Oh yeah, the perception Irma is entirely too perceptive. Yes, Kathy yeah. Griffin entirely too perceptive. Well, Kathy Griffin, as we know, is, is psychic. Is a psychic, and and she's Kathy and a Griffin. very successful comedian. Right. Well, D-list, <laughs> admittedly, she pays the bills. I'm just saying we know a lot about her life on the D-list. That's true. Yeah, um, <laughs> and also Mr. Griffin's name is Brian Griffin, mm. which makes him the dog from Family Guy, yes. right? Oh okay. yeah, that's all I can think the whole book. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Griffin, uh, Peter. <laughs> um, okay, so they bury first. I, there were so many issues that I had with how they handled this murder of Mr. <laughs> Griffin. So they bury him, and just like loosely, issue one, <laughs> yeah, issue one they bury him in the place where he was killed. And mind you, this is uh, in the presence of a known arsonist, mm -hmm. someone who loves to burn things. Well, yeah, they don't know. But uh, Jeff knows. Jeff knows. He knows about okay. a cat. He knows. About you can Jeff. burn a cat. You can burn a man. Jeff it's true. Knows. If they you burn know. a cat, what else could you burn? So, he, if this is true, the then what else? Yeah. <laughs> if this, then what? So, also the thing that bugged me too was remember how they fucking left the pill box there, the pill yeah. case. What kind of Dumbasses, like, yeah. or when that they've why do they crush the pills too? Ah, I thought because they're idiot kids and they think the pill is going to explode or something. They're so fucking stupid. They're, they're so like, fucking what? stupid. Fucking nitro's gonna explode. You've seen him take those goddamn pills in That's class. That's what I was about to say. Is I what I wanted to know is if Mark was like seeing that happen. I think and was so. like, oh, we kidnapped Mr. Griffin. He doesn't have access to the pills. Boom, he will die and we won't even have to kill him. I'm sure he, I'm sure. But that never, we should know that that's what was going on at some Right, point. we never really find out whether it was yes. Mark's plan to actually murder Mr. Yeah. Mr. Griffin. And yeah. I think I think we should know that. I think it should yes. be his plan. Yeah, I think so too. And we should know it. Yeah, and I think that would make the rest of them look like even more of idiots and patsies. Like, because, like, the fact that they couldn't see through that. Because this book kind of reminded me, like, these characters were definitely, like, grotesques. I felt like, not to an extent of, like, Carrie, but it definitely was, like, an, uh, an indictment of the everyman, of I think. Needful yeah. Things, another Stephen King mm. book, where, uh, like, basically a stand-in for the devil comes to town with, like, a curio shop uh. and sells things that are like exactly what everybody's heart desires and also pits them all against each other. Mm. So like one of the things or there's this uh, pair of um, obese housewives who are best friends, but also in competition with each other. I love this in, so much. In the book. And um, they both love Elvis. Mm. And when they go to the shop, the uh, shopkeeper like Leland something Leland he, Devil. Leland. <laughs> Leland Q. Satan. <laughs> Leland D. Evil. <laughs> His last name is still Evil. evil. 
Uh, excuse me, it is pronounced evil. <laughs> um, oh, I realized when... So we released Mirror Mirror today, and I can't believe that what we weren't thinking about is uh, the Satan character's name is Lucy. Lucifer. Oh. Durr. And she even goes by L U C I. Durr. Lucifer. Durr. Oh. Oh, I can't believe we didn't, we didn't even call that. That's really out. embarrassing. Anyway, Jesus. So he comes to town. One of the housewives goes to the shop, and there's like a signed uh, mm. a photo of Elvis. Like he he signed it, not just anybody. Okay. <laughs> so know that. Um, People are going around just signing pictures so, of Elvis. The one, the one woman buys that another woman comes to the shop and he's like you know this pair of sunglasses was owned by elvis and she's like oh my god i have to have them and he he doesn't ask for money he just asks for weird favors that they don't know oh gosh what it's going to do so in one case it's like like throw paint on this wall or in another case it's like poison this dog Oh, okay. So it really runs the gamut. So it really yeah. runs the gamut. Um, <laughs> From like light prank to like uh, murder. Like to light <laughs> murder. To murder. But, and so th- the point is that this pits them against each other and then like they are like in a murderous rage at one another. Just a quick, to cu- to add some color to this. <laughs> Great. Side note. Uh, when the one woman holds the photo, um, she is in a fantasy of having sex with Elvis and just comes like all the time. Just, oh my like, God. Coming for days. Oh my God. And then when the oh. other one puts on the sunglasses, <laughs> same. Oh, yeah. Interesting. She thinks she sees herself having sex with Elvis, comes for days. Oh my God. Oh. One time they, and this is when, this is when shit goes crazy, yeah. you guys, is. The one is having sex with Elvis. No. And then the other one comes no. in the room and she's like, get the fuck off of him. <gasps> what? In their own fantasies. They cross. Oh my God. Are they, wait, so cross? one is looking and one is wearing? Maybe it was, yeah. So one has sung, one has glasses. Cum glasses. One has cum, cum glasses. glasses. One, one has, has cum photo. Cum. I think it was a photo. Cum jacket? Cum Cum shot. Cum shot. Somehow, because it's like they're seeing. Right. seeing each other. So one is glad. Maybe looking into the photo. Maybe, or it's, I oh, forget. Sure that, I think they just have, I think So it's the same ghost like a, Elvis that fucks them yes. both. Yes. Wow. Yeah. So he's busy. Yep. Well, yeah. 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 I mean, he's Elvis. Yeah. He's got some fucking to do. He's got so much fucking. Um, but yeah. Here's so the thing, though. It's kind of like you, that Marcus Leland. Yeah. D. Evel. D. Evel. If you had the opportunity <laughs> for you and your best frenemy to tag team ghost Elvis- <laughs> You would take it, I think right? you just take it. I think, I think you, you have to. grab life by the horns. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> by the devil horns. It's, <laughs> yeah, and that's, I mean, but that's the thing, right? They're too selfish. And that's their downfall. Yeah. And so Mark is just intuiting everybody's needs. Yeah. And, and he, just telling them what they want to hear. And Yeah. He keeps going back to this, like. Well, you wanna you want to have lived, right? You want to have right. done something interesting. And it's to like, David. In what world is am I gonna be like, you know, I'm gonna look back on this. You know and I'm gonna be like, you know what, at least I truly lived. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, what? You're, you're gonna be sitting on your veranda, like <laughs> drinking a hot yeah. cocoa, and you'll be like, you know, I kidnapped a guy. Uh 
in my teens. And so he, he dead, died. <laughs> dead what? Well, this is even if it had gone according to yeah. plan. Listen, he was scared. He was so he scared. Was so and scared. we tortured him. But um uh, made him made him beg. We made him beg. But you know what? When we got to class the next day, he nothing was was different. (laughs) (laughs) When we got to class the next day, um, he was a broken man. (laughs) He Uh, was a broken man. So you know what? He didn't say anything about it, but we all noticed he wet himself. Shenanigans as well. You know, I mean, we've all got a couple of uh, kidnap come murders (laughs) in our pockets. <laughs> you gotta get it out. You, you gotta know, get it out. Just, I mean, just sow those oats. Otherwise, it's your teens. Otherwise, you're gonna, yeah, you're gonna find yourself at forty, two kids, never having kidnapped no murder, a teacher. Kidnap. I mean, so fucking stupid. What? How? That is too easy. That's too easy. I I actually was, and 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 that was the thing too, right? Where he was like, so everyone was saying it's gonna be so hard to convince David. And it's not, and not it's at all. not because literally Mark just says, Nobody was hard. Don't you want to live your life? And he's like, okay. The hardest co- to convince was Jeff, his very best friend who watched him burn a cat. When oh, they were like right. 10. Right. Because he was like, are we really going to do this? And he's like, I mean, what, what other choice does Jeff really have? He's spending so much time with Mark. All he does is spend time with Mark. All they mm-hmm. do is spend time. Together. Yeah. Yep. Even Betsy insists on it. And it's like, whose girlfriend are you? Yeah. <laughs> I like how he realized that almost so, at the last second. So it late. Was so late. This is, and it was also, it never paid off that he realized no. it. No. Uh, also, I love that like Mark seemingly has no sexual sexual interest in her at all. Anyway. Or anyone. Yeah. No, I mean, he has no interest. It, he, he has in no other interest. People. Yeah. Um, I, what was I going to say? I lost it. Who knows? Who cares? Oh, that's what it was. <laughs> Did you guys have a good handle on what Mark sounded like? Because I thought I had it where he was like Mr. Cool Guy. Yeah. Like, like just very like quiet and chill and like a commanding presence. But then all of a sudden he's talking to, to Susan. And oh. He's like, Susie, baby, Susie, baby, baby, boy. Hey, boy, baby, Susie, well, so yeah, baby. The baby Everyone part. Is baby the, the, baby, the baby part for me was like it was so a jarring. thousand times grosser. Like he was like. Baby, 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 come on, Susie, Susie, baby, yeah. baby, 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 and she's and like, oh my god, I guess I mean, I guess I'm just, I guess I'm in the baby. Oh, oh, oh and and she, she, loves she loves him. And she loves him. I forgot about oh, that yeah. until just now. At the very oh, end of the, at the very end of the book, why does she she's love him? She's like, she's watching him leave as he's leaving her to burn, and she all of a sudden realizes, I love him and I hate him. And it's like you love him. What the fuck? You love. David. She loved David. <laughs> what? Why would you love him? That was such a jarring. Well, because ev- that's everyone's reaction Marks, to the kid. Though. Yeah, they love Marks him. Everyone loves him. A spell. Mm-hmm. Parents hate him. Kids love him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Parent think... hated. Kid approved. <laughs> trying <laughs> like kids? to think of what that slogan yeah. was, and I couldn't. Thank you. It is warm in this room. <laughs> it's very warm. Yeah, I'm getting there too. Um. Uh. But yeah. So I mean. <sighs> This will be funny to say, and then we can continue talking. But just quick side note, I really liked this book. I <laughs> I also really liked this I book. Actually, I liked this book. I liked we did a lot. On it, but yeah. I really enjoyed myself. We should myself. have said that up front. Like, there are a lot of things to, like, unpack. I feel but like I that... think this book is great. No, I it's think a it's a very standard, good book. Standard Lois Duncan disclaimer. 
Nothing really happens. The characters are motivated in weird ways, but it's fucking awesome. It's but a really this, good book. It's like you don't need a lot to happen if you're writing a good suspense mm-hmm. with good like three-dimensional yes. characters with a full like psyche. Right. And I would you say don't that this need is too much to happen. This is even an improvement over the other ones in that the parents are Huge fleshed out a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Um and also just the the structure of the story mm-hmm. going along, the pacing I loved this and book. And things that make happen, things that make happen, things that happen make sense. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's not just like, okay, they're driving where to get what drugs now? Why is this a good idea? Mm-hmm. Black tar heroin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's oh. no black tar so, yeah. heroin So all book. of this is very silly. Mark is an idiot. Why, why does Susan suddenly think she loves him? But- uh, I really like this book. <laughs> yeah, but like he, it's because he cast that spell. Like, yeah, because we hadn't so, said that yet. There's but. so much of like, um, so much of this book is like describing Mark as this like kind of sexy, aloof psychopath. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Like you know, we've been saying that she describes all of the men as like sexy, sexy, whatever. Sexy, 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 sexy. But like coming for days, <laughs> just coming, <laughs> nonstop coming, come for days. Uh-huh. <laughs> We're all wearing those glasses. That's right, all the time. <laughs> All wearing mm-hmm. our Mark glasses. Mm-hmm. But like she goes out of her way to describe him as like, you know, his his face is expressionless. Yes. And like, yes. you know, he, he doesn't really react to things, but like you can tell when he's like getting some joy out of something. Or like yes. after after Griffin dies. Oh my God, he's happy. He's happy. He's yeah. suddenly so animated. He has yeah. the life that's spilled out of Mr. How Griffin's body. How does that not tip David off? I know that Mark is well because David is doing his up. own thing. David is he, David already has lost his mind. Yeah. Yeah. He's already thrown his damn windbreaker on mm-hmm. top of this corpse, taking a ring, taking a ring. He sort of loves Susan now. He doesn't know what he's thinking. Maybe <laughs> but, he loves like, Susan. Don't nothing. Why? The windbreaker. Okay, I that was such In an issue what for me. Universe that was. I would have snatched that up and been like, "This motherfucker is dead." We are just gonna be. He does like, not need what, it to not be on his face. You want to leave a connection to you in yeah. his shallow grave? Your fucking hair is gonna be yeah. on this thing. There's yeah. no DNA. way your DNA, DNA is not on this jacket. Which That's made me insane. feel like I, it's one thing if David does it. Like he's a little bit like out of his mind. Well, he's cuckoo. He's yeah. He's like isn't thinking clearly. Right. He thinks but he's being haunted Mark by the ghost to of his let absent him father. Do it. Yeah. Right. And for Mark to let it happen. That's but Mark crazy. is crazy too because he's like he's too happy. Right now he's, he's like, yeah, oh, he's, he's dead. I'm so happy. Yeah. He's, uh, he's murder too number confident. two. Yeah, so confident. Yeah, murder number three. One on the, the cat board. was number two. Um, oh, you're right. I'm sorry. Uh, I have a question about what music he wants to play when burying Mr. Griffin. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, yeah, great. I, all I know is it ends on Jeff when Jeff finally gets on board with the conversation about what music to play. He says, halfway. "Grateful Dead." Okay, so yeah, but that's like a joke, right? right. So he's well, they're all kind of jokes, yeah, aren't they? So he is digging, <laughs> and then uh, they're all jokes, aren't they? <laughs> and he suddenly said, "Suddenly, okay, that a boy." Mark said, "At this rate, Ugh. we'll have it done in no time." He stood watching, his hands in his pockets. Suddenly, he smiled. I wish I had my iPod. Why is <laughs> that? Yeah, iPod. <laughs> There's a lot of iPods in here. Yeah. iPhones. Mm. Um, oh yeah, because there's so much like. You have to call somebody's house and there's uh, a whole recording. The solution thing. here is that uh, David does not have a fo- cell phone. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Insane because he always needs to go, right? Yeah. Like grandma would be calling the thing all the time. Not all the time. And uh, uh, widow, pregnant widow 
leaves her cell phone off while she's grieving so no one can call her. Mm, and the, that's why Rose picks up the phone. The traditional the grieving phone. period. Yeah, grieving period. Where you don't. Cell phone off. <laughs> cell phone off. Airplane mode, grieving, mer- grieving period. Uh, I'm giving up Twitter for grieving. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, really good idea. Yeah, it's yeah. true. Uh, so it's about 59% of the way in. So then. Uh, oh, okay. So uh, I'll, I'll just find that. I'll just. <laughs> I'll just uh, oh, I'll just 59%. flip to fifty nine percent of the way through my physical copy. Of the book. <laughs> Both uh, Patrick and <laughs> and Lindsay are holding paper copies of the book, and I got uh, a condol. Condol. Um, condol. So he says, "I wish I had my iPod." They say, "Why is that?" And he goes, "A little music makes work go faster. Besides, there's always music at funerals. Which isn't it just like funeral marches being played?" Uh, it depends. Or like hymns and stuff. Oh, that's right. Or sad, like acoustic versions of songs. Yeah. Um, we could pick out some good songs for this one. <laughs> Down by the old mill stream would be appropriate. Or that Scottish thing. Where oh where has my Highland laddie gone? Some joke, Jeff muttered. But a moment later, he smiled slightly also. Yeah, and that old group, the Grateful Dead, could lead the singing. That's from Griffin's era, isn't it? Okay. Oh. Yeah. So all of that is the same, except, except for, for the, the era thing. Old and Mr. Yeah, Griffin's that's what I era. figured. I like that. Good that's one. A good. Then just especially for mm-hmm. Bestie, Betsy, t- they do brush away the blue tail fly. Here's yeah, the thing, though, is uh, what the fuck are those songs and why does Mark know them? Because, <laughs> listen, this is what psychopaths listen to. It's yeah, that's just a great Scottish. Point. All right. Okay. Right. Like uh, old timey okay. stuff. I accept that. He's well. making mixtapes that they're listening to in the car of just like <laughs> old public domain <laughs> folk like, songs. Scottish folk songs. Yeah. Um, then, okay, this is when he's like, this is when he's like high on killing. Mr. Griffin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And no one... Mark was hyper, running on a frequency above all of them. His eyes were shining so that their gray glittered like silver. He rocked back and forth from his toes to his heels, anticipating each shovel full of dirt as it was lifted from the grave. Good God. Fucking awesome language. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Dude, there was a part where, and I didn't take a picture of it, but it was so fucking good, and it's when uh, Susan is realizing that he's not his body. Mm-hmm. and she, Or no, it's David. David realizes that he's not that uh, Mr. Griffin's not his body, and he was like, "Well, he's just a shell. It's likely that his soul is just floating above us." Uh, the uh, the terribleness of his death, as much of an ha- had as little consequence to him now as the uncomfortableness of his birth. And I was like, "Damn, that's good. That is some good that ass is some writing. Good writing. The uncomfortableness of his birth too. Like that. Like slight. I don't know. Some real, it was really good. Yeah, that's a very. It's a very specific. It's not painful. It's exactly." Not, yeah uncomfortableness yeah it was really it's a well-written book it's a good book this is a good book also turns out griffin kind of a good teacher he was a good teacher because all of the kids make reference to hamlet throughout this i thing. know it turns out they oh, did yeah. learn they did they learn learned about the fucking good play point yeah, yeah. and is then it, when yeah. dolly comes in to teach they're all just like oh what well, she's not gonna she's be a fucking idiot yeah. yeah and then dude you guys that was sad the end was really sad when Susan reads his notes on her song that she wrote for Ophelia. I was like, yeah, take it, bitch. Yeah. Yeah. You like, like, you had this coming. And then she's like, she didn't cry. She just put it away. I was like, girl, you should cry. I'm sorry. Susan's but broken. You better cry. She is very broken. She'll never be happy again. She'll never be happy it's again. Said. Mm-hmm. It's said. She, it's said. It's said. No, for a fact, she will never be mm-hmm. happy again. An omniscient narrator right. has told us this. And she's still alive, so this applies to the whole rest of her life. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And she might mm-hmm. get off with manslaughter. 
is basically. And that's I the thing, too, is that none of them is how them. much they were all let off the hook for just following Mark. Yeah. Particularly Susan. I did feel like Susan wasn't letting herself off the hook, but like yeah. everybody around them was like, oh. Boys will be boys yeah. and girls will also be boys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, they were like, dude. And also like Betsy and Jeff, I thought were so, I mean, everyone was so bad. But yeah, everybody like, sucks so everyone hard. was so, 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 so bad. But I think that, I, I guess that's what we were supposed to take away is that like. Yeah. Do we ever meet Betsy's dad? Like we know that he's. No. Uh, no. Like a city council member or something, but I don't think we ever meet him. Oh no, him. no, we do. Where? Um, like at their house. The oh mom. my god, another fuck up. Betsy getting that ticket, and then oh, and flaunting the flaunting fact that she, her dad that she fucks up their <laughs> alibi. Yeah, that was so fucking you after, idiot. After, okay, I mean the whole alibi is so fucking weird. And it's like, pretty weird. It's like, I have to take one bite of each slice of cake. Why did she do that? She could just throw them she, all away. She brought that on herself. She's like, I'm even gonna do this. And then she like, yeah. does that where she takes a bite of each. And, and like then, smears it across the plate a little bit and then the throws frosting. the rest away. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, And the garbage disposal. It's that so thing is weird. clogged. Mm. <laughs> that thing is clogged. Mm, true. You should take that out back. Yeah. Throw the cake out and back. put it in the compost, man. Or just eat the cake. Just eat it. Just eat, eat three, three slices. slices of cake. Look, she doesn't have to do any of the digging. Yeah. She doesn't have to kidnap Griffin. All she has to do is drive and eat cake. Oh, she is being such a cunt Let about uh, about Susan not having to do the digging. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, She is real cunty to Susan. Yeah, she's real cunty to Susan. The country is real, y'all. Oh, um, I did like the imagery of her like dipping her hand in the water and like letting the droplets like, I liked fall that too. off of her hand. So there's a plus. Yeah, for things involved with her. <laughs> Why is not more one of... in her column mm-hmm. for description? <laughs> why is there? Why are there not more um, adaptations of Duncan stuff? I was thinking this could be a good movie. Yeah, well, this is like a like I feel like same vibe as like ordinary people type. Didn't this kind of get stolen and again butchered with teaching Mrs. Tingle? I don't know teaching Mrs. Tingle. What? No. I recognize the title but I don't know the flick it is Helen Mirren Katie Holmes what and a a dude like some handsome 90s dude oh you know what I know this cover I've never oh who's the handsome 90s dude the handsome 90s dude do you mean the guy from uh seventh heaven yeah some like who cares whatever handsome 90s Uh, dude Barry Watson (laughs) Mm, let me see Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. That hair yeah. is like <laughs> Hi, I am I am unquote, the nineties. Handsome nineties yeah. yeah, guy. I never saw it. But um but is is this what happens? They they well, teach Mrs. Tingle. It was called it was called Killing Mrs. Uh Tingle. And then Columbine happened. Oh, and so they changed it to teaching. Um But changed the content of it not at all. Not at all. Also Changing Mr. to Mrs. makes it, I like that less. Well, yeah, because then it's a violence against women. And then it's violence against women. I don't. Well, it's women against women. Still. It's still violence. I mean, I have, a le- I have less of a problem no, I when like, uh, I feel like it's okay. women I feel like that should be women. Well, which, like, actually, oh, <laughs> this is the wrong podcast to talk about it on. But I watched the Last of Us trailer, and I didn't, I was grossed out, mm-hmm. but I was not, like, triggered with a violence against women issue. I just. Uh, it was gross, though. It was. 
it was the breaking gross. of the arms was very disgusting. And just like the the fact that it's like all it is is violence. Yeah. Like void of any context. I was like, fuck this. Like, I wonder don't advertise your fucking thing with like just violence. Yeah. And that's the thing too, right? The first preview for it was so good. Yeah. So good. Based in like who those characters are and like mm-hmm. what they want and what they'll never have. Mm-hmm. And this is just like, nah, just let's have some characters we've never met before and let's break their arms. And, with a sledgehammer. And, so yeah, and, and bury the claw end of that hammer in two different faces. It's just like. Yeah, it was pretty gross. Let's let's measure that out. <laughs> you know. Yeah, like let it, save it for the game. Save it for the game. Save it for the game. Or like give me a reason to. Yeah. I'll still play it, but I'll, I'm scared. Oh, I'll still play oh. it too. Oh, oh. Oh, oh boy. Oh. Yeah. Um, just a couple bits of trivia for sure. Hit us with Mrs. it. Tingle IMDb page. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing is when asked why she did the movie, Helen Mirren said, because they gave me a shitload of money. Nice. Um, a whole bunch of other cool people were considered for the role, such as Meryl Streep, Glenn Close, Sigourney Weaver. And Sally Field. And then also Jillian Anderson. Wow. Um, Love Jillian. Mm-hmm. And then, I, so I'm not seeing anything in here about killing Mr. Griffin. Maybe it's just so different that they don't, that it's not an adaptation, mm. but it seems like somebody would have been aware of this book. Yeah. Um, And then just in the warning spoilers section, <laughs> the very first thing is, and I, I'm so glad somebody added this because it is, one, a very interesting piece of trivia, and two, definitely a spoiler. <laughs> Even though Mrs. Tingle spends almost the entire movie tied up, she is never shown being allowed for a bathroom break. In real life, it's not possible for someone to go 48 plus hours without using the bathroom. Seven of seven found that interesting. Now, hold on. Guess what? She pee-pee her pants. Yeah, she just pee-pee her she pants. She pee-pee poo her pants. But they never show that. Well, so they don't have to. It's in her right. pants. That's a real. That's a real. Flub. That's a real goof. What that, a goof! That's you less guys. of a trivia fact and more of an error. You guys, <laughs> less of a trivia fact and more of a. It's a movie, dum dum. Yeah, right. Of course they don't. It's show not a forty-eight hour it's long not, movie. Yeah. They didn't want to get like a fucking NC seventeen for showing someone like, poo poo their pants. Who gives a shit? Um, Killing Mr. Griffin is a made-for-TV movie. Ooh. Made in nineteen ninety-seven, available on disc at Amazon. Oh. We're watching that. Actually, um, so a listener Mario Lopez is in it. A listener sent us an email. Yeah. um, And he just included uh, some of his own thoughts on the book. Mm. And that was one of the things is that he said it was a TV movie. Um, But this does bring up. So we got this email from a listener and um, and we realized like, oh, it would be cool if all of our listeners had a place where they could talk about the books we cover with each other because um that's just a fun extra thing to do yeah i feel yeah. like if if one it's person has something make, to say about this i feel a, like scores of you do a book club type podcast that um we think it'd be really cool if uh somebody wants to make like a facebook group for the podcast and then you guys can all discuss the books together yeah so throwing talk that about out there. The if somebody wants to do that talk about when you think one yeah. of me or Lindsay is sick that day yeah <laughs> You just you just giving your listeners assignments. Yeah, yeah. Just like work on this page yeah. for us. And yeah. we um 
will not accept it late. We don't care if the wind has carried mm, your Facebook mm-hmm. group no. away. We are we don't not care. going to let you submit it. It's it about the principle. It doesn't matter if you had a game last night. Extracurricular activities are to be just <laughs> extra. that. Extra. extra. Griffin is the best. Right? I like him. I kind of liked him. I liked, like, him. I liked him. I thought he was funny. He is real harsh. He yeah. is extremely harsh. But I had teachers but, that were like, worse than him. You yeah, know? Like, likewise, yeah. The thing is, he's right. Yeah. My teachers let me skate through fucking everything just because they like knew I am inherently intelligent. Yes. So they're like, yeah. she could. She's not, but she could. So whatever. <laughs> Amy Jo Johnson plays Susan. That is not right. Who does Mario Lopez play? Mark. Dave. No! No! Yeah. I, I did. I read this email from our lister, and I still forgot that, and I'm still shocked. I mean, Mario Lopez adds to my, it should be the max that they go to. Yep. Uh, yeah. Uh, Mark is played by Scott Bearstow. I don't, I don't know who what that is. is. What else is he known for? Let's see. His picture's in black and white. Oh, yeah. Not a good sign. He doesn't, he doesn't have you, his career anymore. You, you he does a like lot a of period pieces. Well, that's picture. what happens if you go to the IMDb page of, like, say you're watching yeah. an old movie and there's a child star in it, and you're oh. like, what else did they go on to do? And the, their photo on IMDb child. is yeah. them yeah. as a child star. It's like, not much more, I guess. Okay, so, I mean, he did a lot of stuff in the 90s. Oh, he was Miles Tuck in Tuck Everlasting. Oh. Uh, he... Early 2000s, he was in the Touched by an Angel movie. Um, <laughs> no commentary, no commentary, no commentary. No commentary. No commentary. Uh, yeah, it seems like his time was like 94 to 2002. Uh, he's in a lot of movies. Um, okay, do you guys want to know who plays? Uh, Everyone? Okay, Jeff is Chris Young. Don't know. Maya? Who is Maya? The singer? No, the character. <laughs> oh, I thought Maya the singer was playing a character. Maya's What's probably her? Betsy because there is no Betsy here. So oh, Betsy's a pretty old fashioned. Yeah. Name. So oh, Maya is point. Michelle Williams. No. Damn, we gotta watch this movie. Well, yeah. Um, and then there's a character named Bree and a character named Tori. Uh, okay, Kathy's played by Cordelia Richards. She has no picture. So Jay Thomas is Mr. Griffin. I know that name. Let's see, Jay Thomas. This is Jay Thomas. Yeah, what do I know? What do I know him? He is known for Mr. Holland's Opus, Mork and Mindy, Mm. Dragonfly, the Santa Claus. He plays Mm. the Easter Bunny. Oh, I'm sorry, the Santa Claus too. This is so weird. I feel like I was just looking at his IMDb page. That's why I'm like, Lindsay, why would that be? Why would that be true? (laughs) Exactly. And how could you not have seen Killing Mr. Griffin? Uh, Why was I looking? Um. Do you... I, sw- I am not kidding. I was looking at this person's Why IMDb page. Would that I be? am scrolling through trying to figure this out. Oh, where's Dolly? There's no. Oh, Dolly Luna, played by Rhonda Dotson. She has no picture on IMDb. Mm. She is in City of Angels, The Negotiator, and Songwriter. Lots of stuff in the 80s and 90s. I really want to see this now. I really want to see it. Should I uh, buy it on Amazon? Absolutely. Okay. Consider it done. Absolutely. Directed by Jack Bender. Wait, really? Yep. Didn't he direct a bunch of uh, episodes of Lost? Let's look. This is a fun game. Mm. Hey, he did! <laughs> like a lot of episodes of Lost. Yes. And uh, Child's Play 3. Ooh. Under the Dome. The mm. Tempest with Peter Fonda. Uh, Mr. Another Mercedes. Another Shakespeare reference. There we go. 
Falling Water, Game of Thrones. So this oh, movie he won might a be awesome. Time Emmy, another, well, I mean. It might be okay. I, th- I think it's okay. I mean, it's five stars out of ten. So let's look at Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> let's see. Let's see. Let's see. RottenTomatoes.com. What is the movie? Killing Mr. Griffin. Right. It's the thing we've been talking about for the last <laughs> mm, I don't hour think and a half. So. Killing Mr. Griffin. Okay. Let's see. Mm, not good. Oh. 46%. Okay. I mean, that's consistent with the five out of 10 mm-hmm. stars. It's about the same. Mm-hmm. I don't want to look at the Metacritic score. Ugh. Even worse. <sighs> this is insane, but I was, in fact, looking at this guy's IMDb Why? page For recently. What? Because, all right, so here's how it began. <laughs> I love it. My coworker, Alex, uh. he's watching some YouTube videos. The video that he was watching was, like, forgotten 90s TV show openings. Mm. Okay. There was this one with Ted Danson and Mary Steenburgen um, called Inc. Where they were like... INC or INK? INK. And they they were like journalists that worked mm. in the paper. I immediately and, like, went divorced to or something. And it was made you by... You thought Mary Steenburgen and squids. Ted Danson were squids? <laughs> I didn't think they were squids. I thought, thought they, they were studied squids. squids. I thought they were like researchers. Squid doctors. Squid doctors. <laughs> I am the squid doctor. No. I called the witch doctor. He told me what to do. I called the squid doctor. He told me what to do. Squish, 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 squish. So I see this and then I'm like, that was created by Diane English. How did that show not do better? Diane English created it and Ted danced and blah, blah, blah. And do you know who Diane English is? I no. Don't. She created Murphy Brown. Mm. And, and, and then I'm like, what other TV shows did she create? Mm. So I go to her IMDb page. She created another TV show called Love and War about, um, a, again, it's like squids. dueling, like, dueling squids. Again, dueling squids. squids <laughs> and, squish, 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 squish. Um, and this one is a comedy, comedy about a woman running a bar slash restaurant in downtown Chicago while maintaining an on again, off again romance with an egotistical sports writer. Oh, you guys, you'll like this. Other comedic elements include the bar's regular patrons, the restaurant's chef, and a neurotic waitress waiting for her husband to get out of prison. Well, she's so neurotic. Wait, guess what's, who what's... the male love interest is? Mr. Mr. Griffin. Griffin. Yep. What, what was the name Mr. of that Jay show? Mr. J. Thomas. Love and War. Love mm. and I feel like there was another. Yeah. Like Chicago-based bar comedy where yeah. with like a lead. Maybe she didn't own the bar. Maybe she was a sports writer. It's crossing a lot of wires yeah, in my brain yeah, yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, 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 Sounds familiar. Anyway, I'm glad we figured out why you yep, were looking him that, up. And I, so I promise you, I was looking at Jay Thomas's <laughs> IMDb page recently. I told you I was, and I was. You're not a liar. I am no liar, sir. Who were the Mr. Griffins at your schools? Did you ever have a, a Mr. Griffin? Yeah, I had. Well, one was actually a middle school teacher named Doctor Flynn. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Who she, uh, she was just she was really, like, just mean. Like what, she was just she... a mean, sour person. She taught science. Okay. Um, mine's a science guy too. Yeah, and then Mr. Ward for me was Chem AP, but he was like mean but also disgusting. Ooh. Yeah, he liked Asian girls, which was gross. <gasps> yeah, mm. yeah, he fed a girl out him on Twitter. Oatmeal. What? What? Where is this story going? So he was like eating this oatmeal at his desk, and this oh. one girl came oh. up. She's like, "Mr. Ward, what are you eating?" And then he was like, "It's oatmeal." 
he was this uh, southern, 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 uh, like pasty, pasty, pasty man. Three southerns. Southern, southern, southern. Pasty, 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 pasty. pasty. Three. He was as pasty as his oatmeal. And then he and like, as pasty as he is southern. As pasty <laughs> as he is southern as he is pasty. And it was very gross. He had a very <laughs> wide desk, like like far desk. Uh-huh. And so he was sitting at it, and it was at the center of the room. And he held up the spoon like directly in front of him. Oh my fucking god! And she leaned over the table <gasps> and oh. ate it oh. out of the spoon. Fuck yeah! No. It was gross, and he like obviously like he would always um like have his uh, classroom open during lunch, but it was like hang out, come hang out, and it was always like he would like specifically ask like no. Asian girls to come and hang out, and then it was like really fucked up. He um this was actually a really fucked up thing. He like bought a a, a wife, uh, oh. yeah, but then I bet she was really mad because then he moved back to where he bought her from. <laughs> so oh. what what is it called? Uh, mail order. Mail order. Mail order bride. Yeah. Did you say foreign exchange? Yeah, <laughs> foreign exchange bride. That sounds way better. <laughs> it does. But it was really horrible inside. I felt really bad for the lady. So he he like got this wife and then, and then he, he was took her he back moved to back to Thailand what? with her. And I feel like she was just like What the I was fuck? just Why? there. <laughs> I was just there. <laughs> but it was really sad. Yeah, he was gross. He was also very mean gross. and um, one time See, that does that doesn't sound like a uh, this is not a Mr. Griffin. Griffin. Well, th- you are besmirching Griffin's yeah, name. Separate Dare from you. that, he was very like very tough on students. Mm-hmm. Like but very did he very care tough about the non Asian women ones. Unknown. He felt okay about me because I'm half. <laughs> he felt okay about half of you. Yeah, yeah. He liked half of me. <laughs> the other half was fine. I mean, whatever. Um, that does not sound like our Mr. Griffin. It no. doesn't. I mean, I guess I didn't really have any teachers that were tough without any ulterior motives. School full of pervs. Mm. My sister's 11th or 10th or 11th grade English teacher was a Mr. Griffin. I didn't have him. I didn't mm. have any Mr. Griffins. Mm. In elementary school, I had good teachers. I had a really cool biology teacher in junior high, Ms. Nielsen. And it, She wasn't like such a hard sure. ass, but she like demanded... Mm-hmm. That you do your best work. Yeah, my my uh my chemistry teacher in in high school. I had her for like just regular chemistry and then uh, organic chemistry the next year. She was a like real hard ass, um and like held everyone to like super high standards and like no late anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so the whole time I was just like, oh yeah, this could be killing Mrs. Gerlock. Like no problem. Oh. <laughs> you know what I just uh. remembered? Uh, I had this one uh teacher. She was really cool and she was pretty tough. She was a physics teacher. I forgot her name, but she was also very, she was just like a weird lady that like liked to do weird experiments. Mm-hmm. And she was always like, oh, okay. Oh, oh. Like she would like always laugh like that in class, like when talking about a new She's experiment. Mork from Mork and Missy. Yeah. Oh. But she did this thing in our oh. class once where it was like at the end of the, she had like one day where we were allowed to do like fun things. And the, no, we had physics fun day, which is a school mandated thing where we went to Knott's Berry Farm and then had to do a report on the- School yeah. mandated yeah. fun yeah. day. Yeah. And then- School uh, so fucking stupid. Yeah, and then she had one day where she was like, okay, like we've done all the like physics stuff that's hard. Today's gonna be a fun thing where like, I'm gonna just show you like cool things you can do with stuff. So she like did, she made us all stand back and like, you know, put a bubble over a Bunsen burner and then like lit the bubble on fire and it was like a fireball. And then um, she did this thing where she put- And she burned down the cat. Yeah, and then she burned down the cat. <laughs> burned down the cat. And Susan was like, are you oh, sure you want to be cat. doing that? 
Um, and then she put a oh, uh, dish I soap. Love <laughs> oh, I love her. I hate her too. Um, uh, so then she put dish soap on dry ice, which I don't know if you've ever. I don't know, know anything. Does. I don't know so anything. cool. So it makes all these bubbles. And then you can pick up the bubbles and you clap and they turn into smoke. What? It's so cool. That's so dope. Can we do it right you now? Just we did should magic. Do- yeah, it's so cool. Like you, you just feel did magic, and you weren't even doing anything, yeah. and I was still like, oh my yeah. God. I literally mimed wow. it. And Lindsay, <laughs> Lindsay pushed herself away from the table and was like, what? Truly, like I reacted as though, uh-huh. it as though I did it, place. as though I had like I was so excited about magic dry ice you and dish soap into place. Our twins it would magic. Only, <laughs> it <twins> would, <laughs> stay tuned. That's later. It would it would only be a letdown to actually see it. Yeah, now, right. Because you have imagined it so much. I, yeah. I will tell you though, it is pretty cool. It it's looks pretty cool. Like, and it also, it was amazing. So right. some yeah. of the bubbles are really small, so it looks like maybe like frog eggs or something. Mm. And then you just, you know, like, frog eggs. You know, frog eggs when you see frog eggs, and then <laughs> like you do. And right. then um, if you hold them in your hand and you just make a fist, and then it, you open your hand and it smoke. That's it's so, so cool. cool. I that highly is recommend so doing it. Fucking cool. Um, the one time that uh we got Gerlock to like chill out mm-hmm. for a second. Miss Gerlach. I love it. Um, she used to have uh, stickers that said chemistry spoken here. And when you were talking about something not chemistry in her class, she would come around and like put the sticker on you. Oh my or, God. Like, on your wow. stuff. Like chemistry that spoken here. Intense. You just fucking talk about chemistry. Um, but in, in uh, her organic chemistry class, uh, my class waited until mole day. Are you familiar with mole day? So, MOL. I, I see what you're saying. I, I thought you meant the creature for a second. Chemistry so, somehow. A mole like, is a unit of measurement. Okay. It's 6.02 times 10 to the 23rd representative particles of something. Got it. It's locked in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but on, on 10.23, I'm, <laughs> I'm packed into the mainframe. 10.23, October 23rd, is uh-huh. mole day. Okay. Um, like pi. Like pi. Yeah, day. it's like pi day. But like next level. Yeah. Because everybody knows what pi is. But you right. have to. But you got to be like a real dork to know yeah. and what a fucking mole eat is. A yeah. Mole. Yeah, so we brought a mole into class, sacrificed it, and ate it. You can choose animal, or you can choose a spy <laughs> yeah. in the FBI. Oh, or I thought a spot you meant the thing or, or just on like a person's face. Fucking sick. So we, we made. Uh, and now Kelly acted like I just ate a person. Yeah, I did. Right right. Whoa! <laughs> never again! Never again! <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Mold. No, I'm, sorry right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Mold. Mold. Uh, so, so we we made T-shirts for our organic chemistry class that said uh, "organic chemistry spoken here," and then on the back there was a like little guy in a test tube, and it said "chemists do it in test tube test tubes," which is another bumper sticker that she had. <laughs> and so, like, we all wore them to class that day, and like made one for her, and like she like just totally melted. Right? Aww. Was like. And Aww. she she paraded she like we left the classroom to like go to the other science classes to be like look how much my kids love me. Oh, that's so cute. Oh, so the one sweet. day, the one day she, she wasn't a hard ass because you guys showed that you cared melted about chemistry. Her heart. Mm-hmm. her heart grew three sizes that day. Six point oh two times ten to the twenty third power sizes that day. Yeah, she's dead. <laughs> yeah. That's an enormous. That's an enormous. You killed your teacher. You killed your teacher. This is why you <laughs> felt bad because you did. You poisoned your grandma with <laughs> That's why you thought of her as like, oh, 
Yeah, that one time I killed a teacher. Right. <laughs> I just wanted her to beg. That's all. That's all. You're like, guys, um, how many of you had a Mrs. Mr. Griffin, like a teacher that you kidnapped and killed? <laughs> I feel like we can all name at least one. <laughs> I mean, you want to have lived, right? Yeah, you have lived. You're right. You're right. You're right. I'm turning around. I'm turning around. I have a question for you guys. Uh-huh. What flavor cake was the cake you were imagining? Chocolate. Chocolate. Yes! Chocolate, chocolate cake, with chocolate, chocolate frosting. frosting. <laughs> yes. And yes. she's smearing around that oh, yeah. fucking chocolate yeah. frosting uh-huh. on a white plate. For sure. For sure. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Tall, right. tall glasses of milk as well. Tall, 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 tall. On that note, I think maybe we have to wrap it up. Yeah, I think we have to wrap it up. I think that's dessert. That's dessert. Nice. <laughs> wow, Lindsay, you really did it. You really, you really wrapped it. I didn't get any other cake. <laughs> oh, she I'm didn't get so any cake. <gasps> Nobody got the cake but Betsy, though. She did. She got three bites. That's mm-hmm. it. Um, thank you so much for doing the show, Patrick. Oh, thank you yeah. for having me. It's always a delight. Yep. Do you have anything you want to plug? Yeah, sure. I want to plug two podcasts. I want to I want to plug Same Day Shipping, which is a show that you and I do with uh, the Sweet Valley High uh, expert Ryan Mogi mm-hmm. and really Colin gotta, J. Morris. We got to wrangle that Colin J. Morris. <laughs> He's he, not going to. He read doesn't like reading. He's not going to. He read doesn't a book. like reading. Oh, okay. I guess not. <laughs> the show is called Same Day Shipping. We talk about uh, fictional relationships and talk about them in terms of if they were real and whatever. It's a delightful show. We keep it super short and snippy, and it's fun and funny, so check that out. Um, And then I do a show called Nintendo Cartridge Society. We talk about all things Nintendo. We come out twice a week. And twice it's a, a week. Twice a week. We do a Thursday or a Tuesday news episode all about what's new in the world of Nintendo. Wow. And then a Thursday episode that's more like topic based that, that we is... come in with like an idea mm-hmm. or like a list Dedication. or something. Well, each of the episodes has become shorter now that we do two. <laughs> I would um, hope so. <laughs> Jesus. I love your podcast. Thank you. Uh, I was listening to it on the way here. Mm, thank you. It is it is a real delight listening to you guys talk about it. <laughs> I was listening that. to this one. <laughs> <laughs> listen we keep it tight like we keep it in the family so i can see where i hate myself <laughs> no <It> can change <laughs> Lindsay, never change don't change don't change i am susan susan susan, susan. don't change hashtag we are susan <laughs> hashtag we're all susan i think we're all susan for sure um what are we doing for our front next book next book is uh goosebumps wednesday uh the horror at Camp Jelly Jam. Yeah, with guest uh, Justin Michael of the Feral Podcasts. Uh, one of them being uh, the Batman animated series podcast. Nice. And uh, the other, Before You Were Funny, which is a podcast where funny people bring on stuff they wrote before they were any good at anything. I did an episode and it was very embarrassing. <laughs> um, I like that yeah. show a lot. So so download that one. It should be a great time. Yeah. Um, I think it's time to take some phone calls or Let's messages. Take, we'll take some phone call messages. Some non-live phone calls. Yes. Some may call them voicemails. Some may call them phone call messages. Me. I you know call what? them phone call messages. It's, it's all about your druthers. PCMs. All right. First things first. <laughs> this is our first message. <laughs> first things first is our first message. Hi, Teen Creep. My name is Cruz Flora, uh, long-time oh, listener, Cruz. first-time mm-hmm. caller. Uh, my story isn't really creepy or embarrassing so much as just pathetic, but it did take place <laughs> during Halloween. Uh, my first year in junior high, 
I decided to go to the Halloween dance. Because I was a little mm. in- intimidated by dances, you know, they seem so grown up. I've seen on TV <laughs> and stuff, but a Halloween dance seems like it would be fun. I thought it would oh, be like Halloween parties I knew at uh, elementary school. There'd be costumes, spooky music, you know, treats and things like that. Well, I uh, got there and I realized that, um, you know, there weren't any treats or music or what? anybody else in costume. Wait, there's oh, no, no music at this dance? One. I was dressed as uh, oh, no. Julius Caesar with a bunch of knives stuck in me. <gasps> no! So it was dark Great costume. and Great costume. everybody was fast dancing to mid-90s music that I really hated. No! And also I didn't know anybody there because I had just moved. No! Uh, oh, no so I just stayed for about an hour and then called my dad to pick me up. Oh, no! It, uh... It didn't turn out really that embarrassing because Gross. I didn't seem anybody really noticed I was there or uh, talked to me about it on the next Monday. Oh, my God. So, anyway. Sorry. <laughs> uh, love your show. Keep it creepy. Oh, my God. Cruz. God need, bless. I need some clarification on fast dancing to yeah. 90s music. So, I think... You know, you know, they're doing the cool fast like, dancing. Clubs. So it's not like, slow dancing. I just yeah. need to know that it's just not, not that it's not ska. If people were skanking and he was like, mid-90s. I don't want to skank. It could be then it, fuck you, Chris. Ska. <laughs> I, here's what I think. <laughs> have, fuck you, Chris. have a good time. <laughs> here's what I think. I think let yourself be free. Mm-hmm. Skanking maybe was happening, <laughs> but I would not say that if you looked out, you were like, everybody's skanking. I understand. I think there was Dancing. Rude boys always gonna skank, no matter Rude what. Rude boys are always gonna skank. <laughs> you know what? So uh, I, what do we say? What do we say to him? Well, I first of all, you were clearly the king of that party, dude. That's a dope or, costume. Uh, dance. Sorry, everybody yeah. else sucked. Why weren't there treats? That Why sucks. That there's there no treats? treats. There were no treats and no costumes. In what way is that a Halloween dance? Fuck that. It's are not. we sure you were that right it was and a they Halloween were wrong. dance? You are on the right side of history. <laughs> I'm gonna say it was a Halloween dance. It was advertised as such. All right. uh-huh. And I think there was an unspoken contract among the children of that school that they would not dress up. Did not tell the new kid. Not nice. No. Also, they just didn't think to, I guess. Which is also not nice. <laughs> so yeah, our affirmation on this will be you're on the right side of history. Never look back. Great. <laughs> um, unless they were skanking. In, in which, which case, case, have a good time. Start, a good time. <laughs> start with the man in the mirror. Right. Um, okay, so then this next one is a, guys, this is a. We have a five-parter. Five-part saga. What? Yeah. We started to listen. In the car, and we were like, we got to save this for the pod. we were like, no, 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 this is now a five-part saga so that we're we gonna... will play every single one of these messages, but parse it out week by week. As if we are Charles Dickens, and this is mm. A Christmas Carol. Okay. Right. Are you guys ready? That's the only example of serialized fiction ever. It was I truly the first one I thought of. <laughs> <laughs> the first and only. Was not trying to be funny. Hey, that where my dickheads at? Dickheads. <laughs> dickheads. Where are my dickheads at? Yo, hashtag dickheads. All right, ready? <laughs> We're going to listen to this call. Um, so this is part one? I'm here for part is, one? This is part yeah, one? This part. is uh, grade yes. nine. Mm-hmm. She's from grade nine. It's the this grade nine The saga. grade nine saga. <laughs> part one. Hi, I'm calling to leave my story for Teen Creeps. It is the story of me in grade nine, and um, feel free to edit for brevity, because so, I'm nervous. I so not. I think I'm going to babble about this, and grade nine was quite a year. Um, it fulfills all of your criteria. So um, <laughs> I guess where I should start 
is when I was in grade nine, the movie The Craft came out. Nice. And for people who don't know what The Craft is, why are you listening to this podcast? Go watch The Craft. You should know because you already like the stuff. Agreed. Um, It's on brand for you. But The Craft came out. It's about 14 witches and they trifle with powers that they should not be trifling with. And one of them gets out of control, and one of them is just so pure that she can control the powers, and she defeats the bad witch, and everything is fine, but she's just super powerful after that. And every single ninth grade girl and half of the tenth grade girls in my school just got completely obsessed with witchcraft, like it was this giant (laughs) two-month fad at my school. And 90% of it was just, you know, girls coming and saying, you know, oh, I'm, I'm so in touch with the spirits. Like, I, I felt a presence in my room last night. Oh, my God, my element is fire. What's your element? Oh, I'm a, I'm a Gemini, so my air element is water. And um, it was just mostly that. Um, but me and my friends, we took it to the max because we were the weird kids. Oh, the we were the weird kids. <laughs> nice. we were so weird that other weird kids did not want to hang out with us. So, no, um, it's a line. Yeah, Lindsay Kaysay. Notably, <laughs> Susan, Susan McConnell. Yeah. I had one friend Susan who <laughs> spontaneously inherited a haunted church. Um, spontaneously? We couldn't go see the church because it was too dangerous. And if we went to see the church, the ghosts within would try to kill us. And she couldn't name the church because if she named the church, then the ghosts from the church would follow us around haunting oh, yeah, us. Yeah, and that was also dangerous. So, you know, we never found out which church, but she liar. did inherit a haunted church. <laughs> and then another Said friend of will. mine started seeing ghosts and spirits. Every single day, which culminated, this is, this is the best story from it. She, one day she came to school and she said that the ghost of Kurt Cobain had come to her in the night and had sex with her from beyond the grave. And she woke up. That was and part she one. Woke up. That's part one, guys. And she woke up. And she woke up. Did You'll she have wake to... up because she realized that her other friend was also fucking the same Kurt Cobain ghost? Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> Dude, wow. this is crazy. I can't wait to listen to the rest of this of Podcasts this grade nine story. Callbacks. Yeah, From Max. Yeah, fucking musical <laughs> hero ghost Susan McConnell. Susan McKay <laughs> Susan McKay <laughs> <laughs> Oh, thank you so much for calling in. Uh, we are excited to hear the next installment next week. Yeah. <laughs> um, you guys should be too. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in, you guys. And thank you again to Patrick for yeah, being so thanks, wonderful. Patrick. We love having you here. I love being here. Uh, I live here, after all. Oh, right, oh, right, that's right, true. right, 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 right. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to Teen Creeps. Our artwork is by James Mulholland. Our theme music is by Mike Carlson. Find the show on Twitter and Instagram at Teen Creeps Pod. Shoot us an email at teencreepspod at gmail.com. And please rate and review us wherever you get your podcasts. And to share your teen and at work creep-related stories, you can leave us a message now at 747-333-6995. For our reading schedule, go to teencreepspod.com. 
Thanks for listening and keep it creepy.